We are but just days away from the biggest release of 2018. That's right, Avengers Infinity War. And to celebrate, we're going all the way back to where it all started. We're talking about that original Avengers film. We sat down, we watched it. What did we think? Well, better tune in and find out on a very special Mouse Going West edition of the Review <laughs> Review. <laughs> I like how your intro joke was for one person. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give you our big, dumb, well, frankly, opinions. I'm Troy of the Max Extreme. I want you to kneel! (laughs) And today... We're going over a film that we have not yet covered. You think we would have? Surprisingly, it was around that time where we kind of just started doing podcasting. Yeah. And we didn't talk about cool things. I don't know what the <laughs> H we were doing, but we didn't cover the Avengers. But don't worry, we're doubling back today and seeing and how that first iteration stacks up against yeah. volume it'll three. Be an in- it'll be an interesting review because now we can look back and... Try and weed through all of the hype, That's right. all of the of the teaming up, all the excitement of seeing them all together for the first time. No, we've 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 been hardened over the years. How does this stack up to all those other major team up films? That's right. Did it have time to fester like an open wound? Yeah. Or heal to make an even stronger bone. I don't know if that's how scars I, work, Troy. <laughs> Listen, I ain't no scientist. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you... I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I'm one of them people who believe you just pray the Lord Jesus Christ, <laughs> and then you're better one day. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about the Avengers. Yeah, we I mean, are. Down the, down the line a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. 2012, the Avengers. Yep. Check it out. Uh... Before we do that, JT, let's jump into some other things okay. that maybe happened in this last week or maybe whenever. Who knows? Uh, starting with Pacific Rim, colon, Uprising, yeah. the Pacific Rim film sequel that came yes. out just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, now, it didn't do gangbusters in America domestically. No. Um, but them foreign people, they love <laughs> their robots and their giant monsters. <laughs> Not to the extent that you would... Uh... Really? So, they wanted to clean up in China. Yeah. Because you would think that, like, this kind of stuff would be, you know, their bag. Oh, yeah. Granted, it's more Japanese than Chinese, but it's... I'm sure, like, a lot of the same kind of interests are held in that part of the world. Yes. Um, it didn't really pay off taking it to China so much. Oh, no. It's only made $100 million over in China. Uh-oh. Which, having it be the second largest movie-going industry in the world, uh, not as good as they hoped. No, It no. actually was $10 million less than its originator made it a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, so, it made $100 million in China. So far, totally. 
But 63 and a half of that was made in its opening weekend. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's been out there three weeks. Okay. So it's dropped dramatically after its first weekend. Oof. Uh, domestically in the U.S., it's only made $58.7 million. Yes. So it has a total worldwide gross of $286 million. Gotcha. So 100 of that's from China. Almost 60 of it is from uh, the U.S., so there's like $120 million from the rest of the world. Okay. How much did it cost to make? $150 million. Okay. So r- roughly doubled, <clears throat> this would about have broke even yeah. at this point. Yeah. But there's a caveat that I did not know about until reading this article. Yeah. Is that when they take movies to China, they usually only get 40% of that gross back. Ooh. So it's still not making its money because it costs a lot more to send it over there and to advertise than it did financially making its money back. Mm. So if you liked it, you probably won't see any more of them (laughs) (laughs) unless it just rakes in those digital like download sales after it goes on home release, which I don't think it will. Yeah. Looks like they uh, kind of jumped the gun when it came to canceling the apocalypse. <laughs> well, the first one didn't really clean up either, really. No. It, like, broke even and made just a little bit more. So I was actually surprised when I did get another one. Even though I heard this one is a little bit more fun, I didn't see it. Yeah. I heard it's dumber, though, too. Yeah, dumber, <laughs> but it doesn't take itself as seriously. Yeah. Which I saw the first one again not that long ago. And I didn't like it as much as I remembered. Yeah. But maybe I totally forgot that, like, it it's made to be kind of campy. Yeah. At least that's how I took it when I watched it. Maybe I'll watch it again and get something completely different oh, out sorry, of it. Sorry, it's dead serious. <laughs> it's stone cold serious. Yeah. This is like Guillermo del Toro's Schindler's List. <laughs> oh, God. Like you're, supposed to, you're supposed to go into it being very, very serious. Very dour. Yes. Very, very stoic. Yes. Just Earnest, can't, if you will. No laughing. Earnest scared like, stupid. This is this could have really happened. <laughs> yeah, very very earnest scared stupid. <laughs> well, moving on from Pacific Rim. Uh our old buddy Harrison Ford is yeah. back at it again. Uh and he's gonna do something he's never done before. Yeah. He's I've heard gonna, about this. He's gonna be voicing his first ever animation role. Yeah. For the movie Secret Life of Pets 2. All right. Well, we'll s- let's see if DreamWorks lets them get away with saying fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I can only imagine there's some some angry dog yeah. that Harrison Ford is going to be get playing. Fucking get away from me. <laughs> I, hope it, I hope it's a dog whose wife is abducted. <laughs> it's one of those dogs that has to walk around on the wheel carts or whatever. Someone someone kidnapped my bitch. <laughs> Give so, me back my bitch. <laughs> so uh I'm ex- yeah, I'm in- interested in this. I can't wait for him to do like press junkets and yeah. s- talk about a kids movie. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like uh I think in the last in the first Secret Life of Pets, I think Dana Carvey did a voice. Oh yeah, yeah. So I never saw it. And old Louis C.K., you know he's gonna be back, right? <laughs> no, oh no, oh 
no. No, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> but I can see Dana Carvey doing a voiceover like Harrison Ford. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe he wowed them with his At this prowess. point, does Harrison Ford have to come into audition? He probably just liked the idea of just sitting sitting and talking. Like, <laughs> Getting a paycheck. Yeah, I don't have to get a fucking door stuck in my <laughs> yeah. leg. I'm going to break Sweet. my fucking leg. Yeah. Motherfucker, J.J. Abrams <laughs> breaking my goddamn leg. Uh, moving on from Harrison Ford to Hank Azaria, JT. Yeah. Mainstay in animation, doing voiceovers himself, doing The Simpsons yes. for over 20 years at this yes. point. Um, there was recently been a controversy about with Apu. Mm-hmm. Did you see that whole thing? Yes. About how it's an Indian stereotype. Uh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Took you 20, 30 years to figure that out. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, he came out, I think, on Stephen Colbert, maybe? One of them. One of those yeah. late shows saying that, uh... He talked about the Apu controversy a yeah. little bit in the most, like, civil way anybody could ever handle a situation. Oh, yeah. And uh, totally, like, r- turned it around, in my yeah. opinion, anyway. It's a good job. Because he said, like, yeah, it was handled wrong. And it's probably been handled wrong for a long time. Yeah. If anyone ever wants to change the character and take it upon themselves, I will gladly step away from the role and have it taken into somebody else's that is more culturally relevant to this role yeah. than me. Yeah. And I was like, bravo, Hank. But also, you got to keep in mind, Hank Azaria also has like 12 other voices. Yes. On the, I'm pretty sure if this was like, okay, well, we're getting rid of Apu and now you're fired. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> it might be kind of a, well, I mean, let's not be hasty. <laughs> Yeah, I I think it might be more than twelve actually. It's yeah. He might do twelve main characters, and he also does like background characters yeah. and stuff too. But yeah, so he is more than willing to hand over a poo to anybody else that can be more culturally relevant to that role and maybe yeah. change the character completely. But they only really have to go a few more like. I think a season more or maybe a few more episodes to beat Bonanza yeah. as the longest running show on TV. And after that, I think they're going to quit. So yeah. it'd be short lived. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to know what I bet. Yeah. I could easily find out what numbers Simpson still does, but I just, I can't believe it's still on the air to be honest. I don't know. Yeah. They, I think they're just running, running out the clock right now. Yeah. I don't think no one, I never really hear anyone really talk about Simpsons. Like, Oh, you got to tune in. Yeah. I don't think anyone, like, our age group is still watching. Yeah. It must be, like, like that, the did, Gen Xers or something still Did, like, watching. Homer and Marge get that divorce? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I remember hearing for a while they were planning on having them get a divorce. Probably only lasted an episode. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, they, I mean, he went to the moon in one episode. <laughs> so. And now he's just back living in. And then they just forgot all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Until old Frank Grimes showed up and he had to show him all the pictures on the wall he's like you went to the moon <laughs> and then he electrocuted himself old grimy as he liked Damn to be it. called <laughs> wore it with pride uh wonder woman 2 jt has a little bit of news yeah did you hear about this i think i did uh it's not gonna be held in world war ii as much as everybody expected yeah as the way it maybe set itself up to in the end of mm-hmm. the first one but it will be set in the far-flung future of the 1980s. 
Don't you want me, baby? <laughs> so, I can't wait to see Wonder Woman with all teased up hair. Oh, and... man. That's going <laughs> to be awesome. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be amazing. <laughs> I would love that if they actually went that route. Going like Material Girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we're going to like one glittery glove. Yes. <laughs> Zippers all over her costume like oh, Michael God. Jackson jacket. Yes. Be a fucking amazing. So yeah, I'm, I was actually really stoked when I saw this. I was going to set in the 80s. Yeah. It's like, good job. That's it. All right. <laughs> uh, one bit of disturbing news, JT. Oh, no. Allison Mack. Did you hear about this? Who's Allison Mack? She played Chloe on Smallville. Okay. I never watched Smallville. Well, she... This is the oddest news I've ever heard, I think, from a celebrity. That's okay. saying something. Okay. She just got in, uh, uh, arrested for helping run a sex, traffic, sex trafficking ring. I thought I heard about this a while ago. It, it was a thing, and I don't know why she wasn't arrested until just recently. Yeah. But she just got set out... Uh, she just had bail posted, like, today, but it was, like, a whole thing, because I was reading up on it, that she tried to get uh, Kristen Kurek in it as well, who also was on Smallville, who played Lana Lang, and then also tried to get, like, uh, uh, like two other famous celebrities, tried to hit him up on Twitter, saying it was a woman's movement. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and, like, we tried to, like, try, like, Kelly Clarkson was one of them, tried to hit up... <laughs> And there was somebody else, and they said it was like a powerful women's movement that she would be super interested in probably hearing about. Come meet me here or whatever. Oh, but, like, it was weird. Like, this guy who ran it, like, would, like, do it with very young girls, and they would brand them and shit. Oh, God. It was fucked up. Like, I'm not going to go into it, a lot of it here because it's kind of depressing, but it was, like, very fucking weird that, like, a person that I followed for, like, ten years on television and thought she did a pretty decent job. Yeah. Like, ended up running a sack... Sacks. Sex trafficking ring. Fucked up, dude. <laughs> anyway, you can find that on the fucking Google search, you, you, but... You think you know someone that you've never met before. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so look that up and then wipe your history. So... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to see that ever again. Uh, my last bit of news, JT, is about Amazon Prime. Yeah. The streaming service. Amazon yes. Video or whatever yes. it is. It has ordered a season two of Jack Ryan starring John Krasinski before the premiere even happens. Must be that good. <laughs> it must be. Jack Ryan cleans up. Oh, yeah. You know how many uh, of those movies there's been. There's been quite a few Jack There's Ryan movies. There's a lot movies. of them, actually. Like, and uh, played by multiple people. Like, I know yeah. Ben Affleck There's was one. Four, I think. Uh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin was one. There was one just recently. Oh, uh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine. And then somebody else, an older one. Maybe uh, Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah, Harrison yeah. Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now John Krasinski's throwing yep. his hat into the Jack Ryan ring. Must be so good. They doubled down on that shit. People just love that Jack Ryan. You know, that guy that has no superpowers at all. It's just 
don't think any they. I don't think Jack Ryan is anything special except for the fact that his name is Jack Ryan. Except he's got two first names. Yeah. Is he's one he, of those guys. He's is, one of those guys. Is he just like an analyst or something? Yeah, he's an analyst. He's not even really like a like a like a super soldier or anything. Oh, he's just a regular guy. Yeah, I think that's like the main thing in like all of like the Jack Ryan movies that he gets like thrust into situations. He's never like he's not like a secret agent or anything. Oh God, thrusting. Yeah, dude, <laughs> he's always thrusting. Just thrusting. Yeah. Well. That's all I got, JT. So we'll see how Jack Ryan does. And Amazon goes tits up just from just from Jack just Ryan from putting up Jack Ryan. Yeah, they're going tits up. <laughs> you have such high hopes for them. <clears throat> oh my god! I'm enjoying a nice tangerine IPA from Potosi Brewery. Oh yeah, find it in uh, our closest state, Iowa. Got a sweet tangy there. Mm, got a sweet tangy. Mm. <laughs> God. That's gross as hell. Mm. Uh, Troy, we're talking about the original Avengers tonight. I am. Because of the Avengers Infinity War. That comes out? That comes out. <laughs> I, said, I said at the top of the show. Oh, yeah. I know. Piece just, of shit. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score was revealed. Oh my God! For Avengers: Infinity War, are you <clears throat> are you curious? Sure. Uh, it is currently averaging on Rotten Tomatoes within eighty eight percent. Eighty eight percent. Okay. Yes. Do you think that's about where you thought it would be? I Maybe thought it would be a little bit higher. Really? But uh, what do I know? I've been trying to stay, like, Twitter dark the last few days. Yeah. Anytime I'll be scrolling through, and as soon as I see Infinity, I'm just like, nope, shut it off. <laughs> I don't want to even see anything. Stop watching TV spots. Actually, I think uh, I think I uh, heard somewhere that, or I think I read that it's actually a lower score than uh, Civil War on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Who all has, oh, these are all just critic scores, right? Like. Yeah, Free. critics and whoever has seen it. Those lucky few. Those lucky few so far. Those lucky few. So, who knows? All right. I have seen only, like, one kind of, not even a, it was a real review, just talking about it. And they said that, like, there's a lot of people in this. And they do yeah. their best to give everyone a moment. But yeah. it really is Thanos' movie. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. So like, I'm like, okay. The main complaint I've heard of it is that there's just too many people in it. Yeah. So. But that's it. Yeah. That's all I know. I'm like, so. I could, I guess that. Yeah. Like, of course. There's you like can kind of 500 see, yeah. people in this movie. Yeah, there's like a, a cast of 40 people. <laughs> all striving to get their shit in. Yeah. It's just, yeah, you're not going to please everybody. Yeah. But, so there you go. All right. We'll see how that plays out. I saw that it was certified fresh, so <laughs> that's all I need. There you go. It's fresh. That's all I need to know. That's all you need to know. So with that being said, uh, there's a lot of talk of, okay, so these Avengers movies are coming out. Uh-huh. What about the next phase? What about phase What about the next phase? Four? Huh? What about the fourth What's phase? What's happening there? Well, I guess it is known now that Marvel will not put out any information. Oh, God. On phase four until oh my god 
the next Avengers me. comes out. Okay. Because I think they even have completely stayed away from uh, C2E2 this weekend. Like they're not putting oh, anything yeah. out. <clears throat> I Yeah, they were... I think that happened two weekends ago, C2E2. And then something else is going on this week. I can't remember what it is, though. I just saw, like, a bunch of posts, like... Yeah, it's like it's like Comic-Con or something. <clears throat> yeah, it's some Comic-Con yeah. convention. Because, but... like, uh, there was a bunch of trailers being shown there that haven't dropped yet, as of yet. One of them dropped. We'll talk about we'll it later. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but there's some other ones that, I guess, dropped that I'm more interested in seeing that yeah. uh, I haven't yet. They haven't leaked. <laughs> but we'll get on that later. We'll get on that later. But, yeah. So, yeah, no... Information on the upcoming films will be out until Avengers 4 is okay. released. All right. All right. So, uh, it might Probably be, a smart uh, idea. Yeah. And it might even uh, make you think that there might be some possible uh, shakeups. Oh, I up. only hope there's been shakeups in the, yeah. in the works. Yeah. I'm really curious about Infinity War. I've heard a lot of talk about like sacrifice and oh, dealing God. with loss. Where it's easy. like, oh, geez. easy. I don't know what's gonna happen here. Easy does it. It's GT, gonna be with those words. Uh, might be a tearjerker, <sighs> Troy. I hope might so. Get, get those clean. Bring those clinics with you when you go I'll see s- it. I'll smuggle them in. <laughs> you have to smuggle them in. Yeah. Bring them in with my McDoubles. I usually bring in. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it smell like McDonald's in here? <laughs> Shut up. Show up, I like him. <laughs> He's like, fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up, eating. <laughs> so tasty. I like McDonald's. <laughs> you sound like the saddest piece of shit <laughs> in a movie. Uh, uh, Troy got some news on that Alden Ehrenreich. Oh my god! And that solo film i guess that's not the only film he scheduled for the star wars cinematic universe really uh, i guess he has been currently confirmed that he has signed up for three additional films in the future oh, gotta hear all right as the younger han solo so what the fuck are they gonna do with him don't know don't know is he gonna be in ryan johnson's new shit i don't know oh, yeah His they're trilogy? gonna i don't know they're gonna do like a oh no young han solo just Pass through a time vortex. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know, man. I don't know, bad. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, bad. That surprises me, because he's taking a lot of shit about yeah, being a shitty Han Solo up until yeah. now, and now he's going to be like a four-part contract deal. Yeah, and, and nobody's... Uh, and we haven't even seen him as Han Solo yet, either, so it could totally go absolutely horribly wrong go tits up and just, uh, just like amazon <laughs> then they'll be fucked because it's like well we gotta pay him for three fucking movies hope that hope that's what it is disney's got that cash oh yeah they oh yeah they, they got they got to figure it figured out they got the money uh they got it figured out hmm <laughs> <laughs> uh troy jumanji welcome to the jungle 2 mm-hmm. they have a release date for sometime in December, which will be next year, (laughs) which will be insane because that means they'll be going head to head with Star Wars Episode nine. Holy shit. So what do you think? Do you think that's a smart decision? No. (laughs) 
granted, Jumanji 2 cleaned up this year, mm-hmm. but it did come out a few weeks after The Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the last installment of this trilogy will probably be more watched by yeah. more it, people. It might be more hyped. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, JJ coming back to finish it up. Uh, also heard he's coming back to finish it up with, uh, an assistant director who directed Wrinkle in Time. Oh, a- Ava uh, DuVernay? Yeah. So, we'll see how that goes. But, uh, we'll see. Maybe it, but maybe it could do the same thing The Last Jedi did, where yeah. everyone saw it the first week and then it dropped off yeah, a lot fine. in the f- few s- next coming weeks. And then Jumanji 2 Part 2 yeah. <laughs> comes out. That, that Jumanji has a strong cast. It does have a strong they, cast. They seem to work pretty well together. Uh-huh. So, maybe we'll see. Get that Jonas Brother back. Get that Jonas Brother. I guess spoilers. There's Jonas Brothers on it. <laughs> it's not much of a spoiler. <laughs> All right. Good. But, well, I'll take that spoiler warning back then. <laughs> Jesus. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Troy, Fast and Furious. Yes. We're all about it. <clears throat> yeah. We want to see that Fast and Furious. That's right. Give it to me. But, Troy. Never seen any of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Netflix is coming out with a series based on Fast and the Furious. Of course. Involving Dom's cousin. Oh. And <laughs> it's going to be animated. <laughs> Jesus Christ. As if Fast and Furious isn't enough of a cartoon. <laughs> They're going to make it a be an actual cartoon. Cartoon. For kids. For kids. Yeah, for kids. <laughs> well, they do talk about family, so. So there you go. There you have it. They're always talking about family. Yeah. we got to bring the kids in because we're family. Because we're family. We're, we're family. We're fucking family, bruh. Yeah. Yo, guys, let's go eat an olive garden. Because <laughs> when you're there, you're family. Not like us, we're family. <laughs> Unlimited soup and salad. <laughs> <laughs> and breadsticks. <laughs> that's a that's Tyrese. Tyrese yeah, yeah. says and breadsticks. Dog. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that's ludicrous. Ludicrous comes in with a dog. Oh yeah, yeah. Fired up. Dog. <laughs> breadsticks. Don't make me punch your lights out. <laughs> there you go from our. 15-year-old ludicrous references. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta throw Ja Rule in there, too. Put it on me! <laughs> oh, shit. Fire Festival. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. There's so many... There's too many poor, rich people that <laughs> did not get the money that they paid for. Yeah. FEMA tents. <sighs> Troy, just, just stop. Peanut butter sandwiches. We got too many... <laughs> got too many people that... Went to it that are listeners, I bet. Maybe. I, they don't fucking care about it. I don't give a shit about them. Uh, <laughs> got some good news on the upcoming Halloween film, Troy. Yeah? With uh, Jamie Lee Curtis coming back. And they also have John Carpenter coming back. I heard this. As a composer. I heard it. Which would be pretty sweet. Give him that fucking Casio. There you go. <laughs> Get him on that shit. Let him rip. Mm-hmm. Let him rip on those keys. <laughs> Yeah, love it. And then have him score every movie for the next year. Yes. 
That'd be amazing. Fantastic. Have him score the next Avengers movie. Have <laughs> 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 him score the Wonder Woman movie set in the 80s? Oh, hell yeah. You kidding? Synthesize the fuck out oh of it. Oh my god. That's the best idea I've ever had. And stop right Hire now. Hire us. <laughs> Hire us. Troy, did you like the movie Gravity? Uh, I don't think I ever saw Gravity, never to be honest. Gravity? I don't think so. Well, uh, there's a certain group of people out there that don't like Gravity. Oh, my God. Flat Earthers? Nope. Uh, NASA <laughs> scientists oh. <laughs> think that Gravity is the worst, most inaccurate space movie <laughs> ever made was it deemed on being fairly accurate when they made it i don't know i don't remember but i thought they like tried to go out of their way to make it realistic yeah it's a weird fucking movie though like there's a legit a scene where she talks to a dog what in <laughs> yeah. space yeah i think she gets on a she gets on, like, some kind of communication thing, and then, like, this guy talks to her in some foreign language, and then he keeps putting his dog on to talk to what? her. And it makes no sense. Like, why is this dude is it that... talking to the dog? <laughs> is it that Russian dog they sent up in the 60s? No, it's... The cosmonaut dog? Yeah, no, it's... Oh, I don't that'd know. been fun. Well, you win some, you it's lose a, it's some. It's a weird fucking scene. It, she right. just, she's just talking to this dog for a... A pretty long time. A <laughs> uh, pretty long time. Yeah. Dear God. I don't know. But yeah, Gravity, I guess, is a piece of shit, so I don't watch right. it. Uh, if you have watched it, try to remember. Or try to remember to forget it. I got some bummer oh, God. Hollywood news, Troy. All right. A titan in the industry oh, is talking about retiring from acting. Nicholas Cage. What? He's talking about retiring. I didn't hear this. From acting. Yep. I thought he needed money. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's going to try and. Uh, eight movies he does a year. Yeah. Paid off with all maybe of his Maybe he's going to try and be like an Elvis impersonator or something somewhere. Okay. Hey, man, it's your journey. Yeah. <laughs> don't def- Definitely go see his latest mom and dad. Yeah. I've God. heard that's crazy nuts. Oh, it's so it's so dumb. <laughs> But I loved it. I loved it. Uh, got some Netflix news, Troy. Okay. I guess uh, Netflix is currently in the process of uh, developing its own chain of theaters. Oh, God. To uh, show its own originals to be uh, up for uh, possible Academy Awards. All right trying to turn it on its ear yeah but the thing is i can't see how that would make money because you can watch them for free (laughs) at home yeah yeah i don't know they only really have to make one yeah well no i think it needs to play in a certain number of theaters are you sure yeah like i think it's like it's at least like 200 or something oh all right well fuck it i don't know yeah i don't know yeah, I don't see how that would really benefit them. I mean, they got the fliff to throw around now, so they could give it a shot. And if they don't, yeah. then they'll just go tits up, just like Amazon. But Yeah, I don't know. That's <laughs> weird. I don't know, man. I, honestly, I think it's kind of a dumb idea. Yeah, I don't... 
just too, just forget about awards. It's fine. Because even if you need to jerk yourself off with a fucking Oscar, <laughs> wouldn't it be cheaper to just put it in like a, the minimum amount of theaters if they want it to be like an Oscar contender? They well, I think that's that, the thing though they? is that like theaters are fighting back against Netflix because it's like competition kind of. Like they're making new films and not putting them out in the theater. Right. But like let's okay, so Netflix can really drop them anytime they want though. So like Yeah. Why don't they just have like a week release in the theaters? Yeah. And then drop it like a week later. Yeah, but then you think about it like if they put it out even a week after it's been in the theaters, like it's costing the theater money and space to play this movie just so Netflix can jerk themselves off that they are up for a possible Oscar. Well, I mean, it if they're all they're really going for, if Netflix all they're really going for is to get it in the theater so they can have like Oscar contenders, then what like what's their worry if what the theaters don't like it? It's in the theaters. But it's the theaters worry. They're the ones that are playing it, so sure. they can say, hey, get your fucking movie out of my theater. Sure. I can see that. <laughs> but, I don't know. I don't... I don't know. It's a dumb argument. Just... It is dumb. Because I got... I, I don't hey. feel strongly for it in any direction. Netflix, theaters, shut up. Yeah. Shut up! Just shut up! Hey, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I got shut the... up. <laughs> shut up. Just shut up. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Troy, James Wan is apparently in the uh, process of producing another okay. Stephen King adaptation. Jeez. Stephen King getting a lot of love. This one being uh, the Tommyknockers. All Did right. you ever hear about this? I've heard the word. That's about uh, it. But I think I didn't hear it the correct <laughs> I tried to read up, read up a bit on the synopsis of the book, and the book is about like a spaceship that crashes mm-hmm. and releases this gas in the air that uh, makes people more powerful, but in the process also makes them develop kind of a hive mind, okay. so they're easier to control. Uh-huh. And then there's a particular person in the town that has a metal plate in his head that is not subject to the effects of this gas. Okay. So he tries to fight back against it. All right. Sure. Sounds cool. Yeah. Get Randy Quaid back to get him the be get him back into the acting game. There you go. Get, be having be the guy Randy. with the metal plate in his oh, head. Oh fuck. <laughs> He'll try and like fuck his wife in the <laughs> in the movie. We should really add a scene in this yeah. where I'm just going to town on my wife, plowing the shit out of her. <laughs> then I show my dick. <laughs> Jesus, Randy. God, Randy. You make me sick. <laughs> Enough, Randy. <laughs> Randy. So there you go. Get ready for uh, Randy Quaid showing his dick in Tommyknockers. <laughs> showing his tallywhacker yeah. in Tommyknockers. Tommycockers. <laughs> the Randy Quaid only porn parody. <laughs> There's aliens coming with gas. I better fuck you. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Uh, Troy, did you ever watch any of the Conjuring films? No. no. Okay, I, well, I the third one's coming <laughs> you, out in 2019. Don't you know my life at this point? They're good, though. I know. I know. Conjuring, the Conjuring's actually a pretty decent series. I've heard. Of, of uh, horror films. 
You know how hard it is for me to get anything done around this house? I don't know. Scary you wise? Might, you might you might stumble on it or something. I don't know. Oh, the little lady is not gonna have that. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Troy. Well, that's that's all my news. Oh good. <laughs> oh good. <laughs> oh good. Well trailers? No, Troy. There's actually been a few uh, celebrity passings. What? More? You didn't hear about any of these? Uh, no. Oh, boy, Troy. Is this going to upset me? One of them might for sure. All right. There was a pretty big one. There was one that I don't even know you'll know. And there's okay. another one that's pretty big. Oh, Jesus. So I might have to... In a very special... Troy has no fucking clue edition of <laughs> Neil's Bits. Here oh we go. God. Here's the here's the song. People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's Bits. I can't say yet, oh. Troy. Can't say anything yet. Alright. So uh just wait. Alright. Just fucking wait. No, oh. not yet. Uh, yeah, no, now we're good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Troy dying at, I think it was really young age. I think it was like 28. Dear uh, God. The uh, popular pop DJ Avicii died. What? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I think it might have been a car accident. I can't remember. I, don't, I, I didn't look too much into it, but I remember just popping up out of nowhere. Jesus, no! I totally missed that. Yeah, he's he did that uh, levels song, or like oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Uh huh. Did that one, and then the little wake me up when it's all over. <laughs> yeah, all so, that. Yeah, those. Yeah, done way better than what I just sang. Well, I thought it was pretty good, but <laughs> yeah, very short life. Yeah, For, that's tragic. Yeah, Avicii. Even if you didn't really care for his music or whatever like i don't wish that upon anybody car crash fairly popular influential even yeah oh man that's terrible it's, yeah it's nuts i'm surprised that slipped by me yeah there was like least... a bunch of like people being like oh r.i.p avici and shit on twitter and stuff mm. i know you don't go on twitter or anything so what <laughs> For, I believed you for a second. I was like, what? <laughs> I think I'm losing my fucking mind. <laughs> but that's not all, Troy. I got one more slip. This one is huge. Pretty big one, actually. Huge? I'm surprised you... Yeah. I'm surprised this one went, pa went by you. All right. Uh, passing away at the age of 49, Mini-Me himself, Vern Troyer. Oh, shit passed away i i did hear about this one it didn't yeah. slip by me i just kind of slipped my mind yeah well yeah i did hear about this yeah Vern troyer passing away at age 49 not that long at all but no it like people with like uh like little people like that like live kind of hard lives knowing that yeah. sometimes they don't live as long yeah and but depending I on what kind of thing was going on with him that made him like a diminutive stature like 
uh, there's different things that go along with it. Yeah. I think it's like, I think it like, wasn't it? He had something like his organs keeps growing, but his body doesn't something I, like that. I don't know. Maybe. I couldn't rem- I can't remember, but, but yeah. I've, I've also heard that he like, he's battled depression pretty bad too. So mm-hmm. it, who knows? It might even be something where like, I don't know. He just didn't take care of himself too well either. Yeah. I mean, really, the last thing I saw him or remember him in is that celebrity reality show where oh, he's driving around in uh, a scooter uh, and uh, pissing in the corner. So I'm like, yeah. Ugh. But, I mean, he. everyone knows him as Mini-Me. Yeah. Like, he didn't have to do anything else in his whole life. No. Really. But, hey, for, for what it was worth, I, I thought he was pretty entertaining. Yeah, me too. I agree. He's a good guy. I agree. Like. Yeah. So that one didn't slip by me as much okay. as I thought. But you I, missed Avicii. I did miss Avicii. I listen. I've had kind of a stressful week. <laughs> yeah. So I can't be your morning DJs. I can't. <laughs> I just. Oh, that hit me really. Morning DJs. Oh, <laughs> uh, I get my. That got me out of nowhere. I didn't realize that it sounded so much like morning DJs. <laughs> With the zoo crew. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. It was a good pun. <laughs> it was a, I liked it. I know. I, I I didn't even realize it was a pun until I said it out loud. <laughs> well, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I've had other things on my mind <laughs> recently. Okay. I'm not going to bring it up on here, but. Fair uh, enough. But yeah. I, I can see why I missed it. There you go. <laughs> so there you go. Vici and Vern Troyer. You're probably, uh. Getting laughs and cutting sweet tracks. That's right. Up in heaven. That's right. Cutting tracks. Getting laughs. Yeah. Right, riding on that little rascal scooter in the sky. <laughs> and then Troy goes and makes it offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say he pissed in the corner of heaven. I just said he rode on his rascal scooter. You just did now. Well, of course I did now because I had to explain myself. <laughs> so it's done then. Yeah, Troy, just... You're done. Listen, it's done. It's all done. It's I'm all done. done. You're done. We're done. It's done. It's done. Great. Good. Uh, I only have two today, JT. Uh, I think I have... It sounded like before the show started, you had seven. I don't have seven. <laughs> you said there was a lot. Get out of there. You said, I think I might have seven or eight trailers I to talk about. I don't have seven. So You're I'll be waiting for shit. you to do all seven. I have seven. three. Oh, all right. Well, uh, make a liar out of me. I see how it is. Well, I'll drop the one that I'm pretty sure you don't have. Okay. And then I might have the other two that you have. Probably. Uh, I'm pretty predictable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they put out an official trailer for the Denzel Washington vehicle, the Equalizer. <laughs> yeah. Or the Equalizer 2. How was that? Uh, it looks like pretty much the same old shit, but mm. there's a lot of... Yeah, from what I saw in the trailer, there's a lot of breaking necks and stabbing oh, in it. Oh, my lordy. Yeah. Did, did you ever see The Equalizer? Yeah, I saw the first one. It was okay. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Uh, It was better than I thought, yeah. I guess it was going to be. I like at the end where he takes everybody out with like hardware equipment. That oh, was, yeah. That was pretty neat. He's like stuck in like a Home Depot or some shit and yeah. just fucking lays waste to everybody. Yeah. Like drops that pallet of cement on somebody. Like, <laughs> yeah. Christ. It looks like there's a scene in the Equalizer 2 where he throws someone off a lighthouse. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we'll see it. 
but we probably won't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll probably rent it or something. Oh, I'll probably rent it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If it that shows up given. on Netflix or something. Yeah, That's why not? Given. Uh, Maybe so... Amazon even, if it doesn't go tits up. Yeah. Yeah, Amazon just going tits up all... <laughs> I mean, if it's, it doesn't, it, maybe I'll see the equalizer we're just, too. Yeah, we're just, we're just counting the days when Amazon just goes belly up. I mean, it's Jack so Ryan. Close. I mean, two seasons of that? You kidding? Are, are you kidding? Yeah. You kidding me with that? Actually, we shouldn't joke because they're probably going to lose their fucking ass on that Lord of the Rings show. <laughs> I mean, putting $100 million into it, no one's going to watch that fucking thing. Well, you may be surprised. <laughs> I would be surprised, actually. Yeah. I do not like Lord of the Rings very much. I appreciate it for its, I guess, what it has given to the fantasy community, but uh, it's not for me. What's your fantasy? <laughs> More ludicrous. There you go. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back in. <clears throat> 15 years. Uh, so, there you go. Are you going to talk about the Deadpool 2 trailer, Troy? Yep. All right, well, I'll bring it to you then. All right. Well, Deadpool 2 had its final trailer yeah. come out, like, the day after we... Like record course i mean par for the course at this point yeah it's i'm just expect a really big trailer to drop tomorrow <laughs> fuckers <laughs> all the ones that we're just like at like that comic-con that's going on yeah. this week is gonna just drop all tomorrow. gonna drop tomorrow and then yeah. like, oh fuck no no one's gonna give a shit when we talk about it <laughs> Uh, but uh, this one is like uh, a more actiony heavy trailer yeah and it's like a superhero casting call, like interview type of trailer yeah. as well, where they kind of interview or like introduce all of the X Force. Yeah, and they do they touch on a lot more of what are, what's going to be like the fourth wall jokes in this one too. Yeah, like I think this one made me laugh more than the other ones. Yeah, this one it, it still continued to be funny. It still oh, yeah. impressed me. So yeah. I was like, good, especially job. Like Peter at the end. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. I that's like one of my favorite parts. <laughs> Just see him diving out of a plane and the wind still wearing like his dad clothes and he's got like fucking goggles on. <laughs> I I'm really curious to see what cuz I didn't even know he was in this movie until yeah. this trailer. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, all right, let's see what's going on with this." <laughs> just Oh, it's so good. There's so many just like they just touch on everything in here. Like I think he calls Cable Thanos at one point yeah. in it, and they even completely touch on. Uh, they completely rip off like the uh, X Men Origins Wolverine scene. Oh yeah, where he's blocking the bullets. Yeah, but he yeah, just yeah. actually does get shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he gets. I think uh, uh, Cable stabs Deadpool in the neck, and he's like, "God, that was dark." Darker than the DC universe. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus. Still taking pot shots of that Son DC of universe. Their big open target. Uh, but yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's good. Like, I'm anytime I think I'm going to get sick of another trailer, they they surprise me. Yeah. So hopefully the movie's about the same. I wonder what yeah, I uh, Weasel's role is going to be in this, though. Uh, uh, what's his face? The guy from Silicon Valley. Uh... Oh, uh, Big Head? No, no, not Big Head. Oh, uh, T.J. Miller? T.J. Miller, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. With his, like, whatever's going on with him. He's been more active on Twitter, though, even after all that stuff has come out. Yeah. Trying to probably get in the good graces of people, I'm assuming. Yeah. Making funny quips. But, uh, it's weird. You would think he'd been gone dark a little bit, but he... I don't know. Maybe he leaned trying, into it. Yeah, just trying <laughs> to hope people forget about it, I don't know. Well... 
Calling him bomb threats, that'll do it to you. <laughs> yeah. Good way to keep low-key. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like this trailer. I, I dug it a lot. I like yeah. the whole interview aspect of it and like oh, yeah. kind of showed like people who are going to be introducing this, like what their powers are and mm-hmm. kind of little snippets of what they're all about. I dug it. It was good. Looking forward to it. Me too, JT. Well, good. It's coming out about two weeks, three weeks? Three weeks. Yeah. Mm. Can't wait to get in my eyes. Yeah. In my body. Whoa, look out. <laughs> uh, the only other trailer I got, JT, is one that I am surprised came out. Yeah. Probably only because it leaked. Probably because it got leaked. Like, <laughs> real, real, real good. Yeah. And it was a like, pretty decent leak, too. Yeah, like, it was it was borderline, like, quality video. It was <laughs> right. just... It was a little out of focus here and there, but otherwise it was pretty decent. Yeah. <laughs> I shared that shit right away. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Goes to show you that Sony does not have that Disney money. They do. They do not. They, they, they something can't. gets leaked and they're just like, well, fuck. How are we gonna take care of this? Well, I guess put, out put the it out one. there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Put it out. I guess I don't know. But yeah, so they did. They just put out the HD version of it, and uh, this is the trailer they should have put out first. Yeah. And they should have that first trailer that they did put out. Throw that away. Yeah. It did nothing for the movie. <laughs> did absolutely nothing. It's like, this is what you need to build hype for a movie that yeah. everyone thinks is going to suck. Yeah. Now, it hasn't turned me completely around. There's some moments it. in here that I was busting out laughing. <laughs> I think Tom Hardy sounds like shit in this. <laughs> he's He's got a weird voice. Yeah, for a guy that lives in San Francisco, he's trying way too hard to do a Brooklyn accent. Yeah, I... I don't even know what kind of accent it is. It's some, not quite Brooklyn. Yeah, and there's sometimes in here where like the way he delivers lines are really weird. Yeah, like when he's like talking to Jenny Slate and he's like, "I know when I got a tail on me, and let me tell you, you suck." <laughs> like he like really elongates "suck," where you're like, "What, what the fuck?" <laughs> that and Jenny Slate says "symbiote" instead of "symbiote." <laughs> And that's like that's what, we, that's what we make shit out of Sea Danger for. <laughs> and she says it like three times in this trailer. <laughs> the symbiote. Symbiote. <laughs> oh, look, a crazy old Spider-Man getting all caught up in the symbiote. <laughs> uh, shit. But, all joking a salad. <laughs> uh... That's only a joke for you. Yeah. So laugh, goddamn. But uh, <laughs> mouse goes away. <laughs> uh, I it did more for me than I thought it w- originally would. I think. Yeah. I'm more excited for it. Yeah. Granted, I'm still taking with a grain of salt because our old pal Duke Sodium got a hold of me on Facebook. Yeah. And asked me about it. He's talking mad shit. Uh, he really likes Venom. Yeah. And so he's excited for it. Yeah. But I told him, like, listen, I'm playing it close to the chest here. I'm apprehensive about this movie as a whole completely. One, because it's Sony. Yeah. Two, because they're, even though associated with Marvel. Yeah. Like, they even have that in its banner. In association with. (laughs) But they're still not technically connected, I guess. Yeah. Who knows? Well, if I, uh found this out if you look on the imdb page for venom they do have tom holland on there in the cast as peter parker oh yeah all right well we'll see because like well we'll see 
we'll see what the extent of that is then, I guess. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Venom looks good. Sure. For the most part, you only see him at the very end there. I think he looks fine. I like that, like the whole head wrapping. Oh yeah. With the teeth and his. Yeah. I think it looks pretty decent. Somebody like put up like a meme of like it, like that happening, like in mid, like coming onto his head, and then they put up like the picture from like the Simpsons where like Lisa has like that <laughs> snarly ass like teeth smile <laughs> when she doesn't get her braces or whatever yeah. and teeth are coming out through her lips yeah <laughs> but i don't know yeah i mean it looks like it could be good but there's just there were some things in there that i thought were hilarious just i don't know that's like the voice they have for venom himself <laughs> just sounds really weird like, just like well i i the only thing i'm compared against is spider-man 3 yeah and Spider-Man 3, even though I didn't completely hate Topher Grace as Eddie Brock yeah. as much as everybody else did, yeah, I did not like Venom's voice because it was just Topher Grace's voice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this at least gives it a distinctive flavor of its own. I don't know. Watching this like reminded me a lot of that movie we saw the trailer for not too long ago, Upgrade. How so? Like, it's just like, there's like a voice in his head and it's like controlling his movements and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, it was a lot of that shit in there where I'm like, I kind of like more what Upgrade's doing and not all this like weird black shit comes out of you and stops people. Like, in Upgrade, it looks, I don't know, in Upgrade, I like it more just because like it's actually using his appendages. But in this, it's just like, he just stands there, just stands there and his tentacles coming out and stopping people and like, ah, all right. <laughs> yeah, I okay. I completely see what you're saying there. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna shit on it because it, for people that love Venom, because I'm yeah, it'll be fun. But like, from a person that just watches movie standpoint, I'd much rather see Upgrade. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm still at, on that point. Like, yeah, I'm still. I would rather much see Upgrade, but um, and I sound like I'm defending Venom a lot, and like I'm I'm still like not caring about all this movie a lot. This, yeah. The only thing this trailer did was make me a little more curious to see it. Yeah. You're like, oh, it doesn't look too bad. Mm-hmm. But still, it's Sony. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing, they're kind of, ro- they like, have a string of flops recently. Yeah. And I can't even see what the stakes are going to be in this because it doesn't really seem like there's many because, yeah, he runs away from guys that are trying to kill him. But then he just runs and then like a tentacle comes out of his back and stops them. Yeah. And it's like, so you don't even really have to do anything. You just stand there, and then black shit just beats people up for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, I was just watching it, I was just like, so then what's what's the, what's the your play here? Yeah. Like, what's going on? And now, like, uh, <clears throat> now that they've shown this trailer, and it still has quite a bit of time until it actually comes out, like, Sony's notorious for, like, already showing, like, the last clip in their trailers. Yeah. Like they did with fucking Spider-Man 2. Yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 or whatever. Um, so, I hope they don't ruin, like, like the whole movie. The face coming on is the last scene of the movie. I can see it <laughs> being the last... I mean, I don't think it is, but I could see it happening. Yeah. Well, because I know, I think... Because Woody Harrelson, I think, is supposed to be in it as Carnage... Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So. All right. We'll see. 
We'll see, won't we? We will see. <laughs> this one is probably one we'll do a show we'll, on. We'll do a show on this one. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we will we see. We gotta watch all that nerdy comic bullshit. That's right. <laughs> That's what gets hits, baby. Yep. Right, Troy? That dumb comic bullshit. Yeah. That all that dumb, stuff that I love. fucking shit. <laughs> all that shit I love, you <laughs> fucking piece of garbage. Uh, well, that being said, Troy, <laughs> we got our last matchup in the quarterfinals for the Turner Random Movies. What do we got? Two. Uh, well, first of all, we had Tombstone versus Mars Attacks. Yes. Did you vote, Troy? I did. What'd you vote for? Voted for Tombstone. Tombstone won. Uh-huh. Tombstone uh, took huh. it home, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. So there you go. Tombstone advancing into the Turner Random movies along with Enter the Dragon and Wolf of Wall Street. Now, who's going to round out that final four? Because we've got King Ralph uh-huh. versus Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Okay. And as always, we do have the quarterfinal trivia. <laughs> Okay. Which I will drop on you right now. Give it to me. As always, it's six facts. Three are from King Ralph. Three are from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Troy's objective is to find out <laughs> which fact goes to which movie. I'm ready. We'll see if he can bring it down. <laughs> fact one. The lead role was written with Bill Murray in mind. Cloudy. No, it's King Ralph. Fuck! Bill Murray was supposed to be the titular King Ralph. Okay. All right. All right. It was taken over by John Goodman. Back to... Okay. The Wilhelm scream appears at the 15-minute mark. Cloudy. It is Cloudy. Yes. There you go. I've seen Cloudy. I don't remember a Wilhelm scream in it, but it seems like a show that could have a Wilhelm <laughs> scream in it. Who knows? Who knows? I do know. You it do has know. one in there. Okay. You told me. Yeah, I did. It's a fact. <laughs> On IMDb, it's a fact. Uh, number three, Troy. Okay. Snapping celery was used to create the sound effect of breaking bones. Ralph. That is quite a chance of meatballs. What? There's no bones in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I am fucking sucking at this one. Anyway. I know. You've been doing so well. I well, think you've like missed like a grand total of like one question since we started this one. I think so. It's going all downhill. Ah, shit. I don't know, Troy. All right. I had well. faith in you and now you're just fucking up. Keep it coming. It's these tangies, probably. <sighs> Those damn tangies are just <laughs> fucking you up. Number four. The main actor in the film sings with his own voice. Cloudy. No, King Ralph. Jesus John Christ. Goodman <laughs> sings a song. God, all right. In uh, King Ralph. All right. With his own voice. All Does right. not have a voice double. All right. Uh, number five, Troy. In an early draft of the script, a character was supposed to be a gym teacher, and even though it was written out, he was still put in short shorts to pay homage to the fact. Uh, Ralph. 
Clyde with a chance of meatballs. Joy. Are you fucking kidding me? The uh, police officer that's uh, voiced by Mr. T is right. an, was supposed to be a gym teacher at one point instead okay. of a police officer, but then when they change him over to police officer, they still put him in short shorts to make fun of the fact that he was supposed to be a gym teacher. Oh my God. All right. Uh, last one, Troy. We'll see if you can get... At I think least, you got at least one. I got one. So we'll see if you can even it out with two. <laughs> uh, a scene with Burger King was used as homage to one of the lead actor's first acting gigs being in a Burger King commercial. <laughs> Ralph. It's King Ralph, Troy! Yes, I rounded you got it out. John Goodman's first acting gig ever was in a Burger King commercial. Okay. So they uh, had a scene in a Burger King to pay homage to the fact. Well, that fucking sucked for me. <laughs> so there you go, Troy. King Ralph versus Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs okay. for next week, rounding out the quarterfinals and going into the semis. Pretty hot stuff for so far. Hot stuff? I think I'm digging the uh, selection that we have for this one as opposed to the first one. Yeah, it's good. Got a nice, vast array of different films. I don't feel like we're getting trolled as much. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, UHF. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I saw it. Yeah, I mean, I can, it was an I experience. Can, I On my deathbed, I can say, like, I saw UHF. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing that you're going to bring up on your deathbed, but well, still. We'll see. I'll try to remember that. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I'm supposed to say something right now. <laughs> uh, never mind. Uh, Joel, come here. Remember when we saw you H- <laughs> Beep. What? You H what? <laughs> so there you have it. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready for... My body is ready. My body is ready for that tourney. <laughs> and my and eventual demise. Of course. <laughs> so May 4th, 2012, JT. I'm jumping right into Summer it. release. Summer release. Uh, the Avengers came to theaters, a culmination of the first phase of Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Brought to you by... Paramount Pictures. Yes. That looked very weird. Yeah. On this on this rewatch. Cuz yep. I forgot that Paramount did up like through the whole first phase pretty much. Yeah, because they Marvel wasn't officially um wasn't officially like the studios until like shit when was it? I don't remember when they switched over to like the Disney stuff. Yeah. And Disney producing all that shit. Well, Disney owns Paramount. Do they? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it was just they didn't make Marvel an official studio until, like, all this Marvel stuff started catching on. Are you sure that Disney owns Paramount? Yeah. That's what they, like, release all of their, like, a lot of their shit on. Then why would they even switch? They didn't buy, because I don't think Disney, because Disney owned Marvel. Yeah, they own the properties, the whole but I time. know that Marvel had video rights with Paramount to have them for a while, but then they switch. Hey, Google, does Disney own Paramount Pictures? On the website Deadline.com, they say, October 18th, 2010, the Walt 
Walt Disney Studios, Paramount Pictures, and Marvel Studios announced they have reached an agreement under which Paramount will transfer its worldwide marketing and distribution rights to Disney for Marvel Studios, The Avengers, and Iron Man 3. Okay, sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought they own because I know well, they I own. Wanna, I know they own a own a studio that they put out like their more risque stuff, and I thought that was Paramount. I, that's not Paramount, but it's like I I don't know. Remember what that is? Is that New Line Cinema or something like that? No, not New Line. New Line I think is owned by uh, Warner Brothers. Well, fuck me then. There's so much weird shit. Anyway, Disney owns too many things. The the point is, they don't own Paramount. We found that out right now. Google gave us the DL. Yeah. I know they own a studio so that they don't have to put things out under Disney if they want to put out, like, an R or PG-13 movie. Yeah, I do know that, but it's not... And I thought that was Paramount, but I might be mistaken. You're all up your ass about that. I don't fucking know. Anyway, Avengers brought you by (laughs) Paramount Pictures. With a budget of $220 million... Yeah. No small change there, JT. No shit. Almost a quarter of a billion dollars. Uh, domestically, it made $623.3 million. They put out how much Infinity War was yet? Uh, we'll talk about that next week. They probably have. Um, it's worldwide, gotta be more. <laughs> oh, I would assume so. I thought like the budget rumored for Infinity War was like $500 million <sighs> because they were like filming that in part yeah, four they filmed, back to yeah, back know, or whatever back to back uh, worldwide this movie made 1.51 billion dollars give me that bill boo give me that bill bye slapping give me that we need a bill bell God damn it <laughs> that's oh, like a just, can that's a can just wrecking your tangy over there <laughs> uh rotten tomatoes has it at a 92 percent IMDb has an 8.1 out of 10. And your favorite, JT, Box Office Mom, three out of five buckets. Oh, boy. <laughs> she liked it, didn't love it. Yep. Uh, this movie ranks number six at all-time domestic box office draws. Yeah. Number five in all-time worldwide. Yeah. Number two in superhero domestic draws. Whoa. And number one in sci-fi alien invasion movies. Whoa. There you go. Uh, what, what number sci-fi alien? Number one. Whoa. Number one. Shit. That's right. Uh, so what happened in the Avengers JT? Man. <laughs> so, uh... We catch up with the heroes mm-hmm. of uh, up to that point of the Avengers mm-hmm. that are trying to chase down a cube called the Tesseract uh-huh. that is uh, captured by uh, Loki, mm-hmm. who wants to use it to unleash a crazy alien army upon the world mm-hmm. so that he can rule it for himself mm-hmm. and yeah that's about there it you go. they got some avengers yeah trying to avenge him trying to avenge him <laughs> not loki but yeah avenge him avenge do you care about spoilers stuff. for this one so much i mean it's been out long enough i think i mean it made over a billion dollars people yeah. saw it by if you point. haven't seen it by now you're not gonna watch it ever uh yeah so this one helmed by Joss Whedon. Yeah. And written by Joss Whedon and Zach Penn, which yeah. I forgot about. Yeah. 
Um, Zach Penn has written a lot of stuff that I've gone back and recently seen. Like, good for him. Like, what did he write that you've seen recently? I think he also did some other... Flintstones? (laughs) (laughs) There was a movie I just watched that he... Not Avengers, that he also helped write. And I was like, really? And then I saw his name again on this. I'm like, this boy's all over the place. So, I can't remember. It's a bad example, because I can't think of shit. Because you put me on the spot. But, good for Zach Penn. Yeah. Um... This movie is tone tonally is a lot lighter than the movies that have like uh, come after it. Yeah, um, it's almost like they don't make. And I know it's because like uh, the Joss Whedon influence on it. Yeah, but I was, it was almost refreshing to see it. Yeah. Uh, it totally wise anyway, mm-hmm. because like after that with like Iron Man three was kind of darker and besides like things like Ant-Man and stuff like that, even like Avengers two was even, even though it was directed by Joss Whedon, it still had like a, like a grimmer kind of a tone. Yeah. And then like winter soldier and civil war and all this stuff. Yeah, become... Civil War, I think, was way darker than, than And this. darker, not, yeah, not, not like, d- the yeah. correct, but, like, more... Heavier. Yeah, like, heavier subject matter, and even, yeah. like, its color palette has been, like, a little more washed out as it goes along, too. Yeah. Maybe that's deliberate? I don't know, because... I, and I'm only talking, like, that through, like, like the main Earth storylines. Yeah. Like, you can even see, like, it, from the Avengers, where it's, like pretty bright and poppy primary colors yeah um and then it gets to like civil war and stuff like that and where it's kind of washed out and grayish mm-hmm. it's like maybe they're trying to go for a theme there and have like a through line that we haven't really noticed before yeah because it is kind of getting grimmer yeah like as as they as the relationships start to kind of deteriorate like maybe the film is trying to show that it's not as bright and cheery as it once was. Right. And that's only me extrapolating on it and thinking yeah. out loud right now. But if they thought ahead and did that, then kudos to you. Yeah. But, like, Thor Ragnarok and other, like, Guardians yeah. are really bright and yeah. colorful. Then they, so it doesn't really work. That was where they were just like, eh, let's not fuck with that <laughs> Everyone's kind of fucking talking about how it's all gray. So let's yeah. d- do the opposite or whatever. Yeah. Um, it, uh, and Avengers was a little bit... This goes back to the Whedon influence, too. It was a little more campier, also, yeah. than I remember. But, um, up until this point, we've only had, like, two Iron Man movies, which are pretty light, fair, and yeah. uh, fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Incredible Hulk, yeah. which everybody kind of forgets about. Yeah. I kind of want to go back and rewatch it because it's been a while since I've seen that one. I think I've only like yeah. maybe seen it all the way through once. There, oh really? Only one time? Yeah. Ah, I, that doesn't really surprise me all that yeah. much. Like, uh, there's parts of the Incredible Hulk I kind of like quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Like when he first turns in that factory and you can't get a good glimpse of him, I really like. Yeah. And you like just see him like walking through like fog and shit, and he's just like, leave me alone. And it's like, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> your tower crumbled. My tower crumbled. Um, 
so I really like that part. And then there's a few effect shots with Blonsky yeah. in there where they make like they start pumping him full of like super soldier serum and he yeah. gets getting like better and more agile and shit. I think that was pretty well done. But I don't like the look of the Hulk in that. Like he looks stringy. Yeah. And like I Louis Latirier, I think was the director. Um, he explains it in like the commentaries, like, yeah. I want him to be shredded, like no fat. Like he just like, yeah. he w- wants to be like, like you can see every tendon and stuff in him and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I get what you were going with. Cause your argument makes sense. But the one in the Avengers looks way better. Yeah. I like him looking like a little fat and like a monster, not yeah. just like a bodybuilder, you mm-hmm. know? But, um, there's other parts that I don't necessarily... I don't like Liv Tyler in that movie very much. Yeah. I like Edward Norton, even though I guess he was a bitch to kind of work with in this movie. Yeah. Like, I think he just fills out, like, the Bruce Banner role a little more. Even though I really like Ruffalo. Yeah, I think... Uh, even... I think he plays a different Bruce Banner than uh-huh. Ed- Edward, War- Edward Norton did, but I like the Bruce Banner that he plays. Yeah, me too. Like, um, I feel like if you cut out like the Incredible Hulk, I think it it still like, yeah it still works plays just pretty fine. well yeah um and like there's things that they do in the Hulk that they bring up in Avengers like how he broke Harlem yeah and then also Luke Cage is set in Harlem and they never bring it up yeah. ever <laughs> and so I'm just like why. Like, they're really trying to bury it, I guess, and yeah. try to forget about it. Well, Will Smith came in and neuralized Harlem. Oh, that's true. I <laughs> forgot about that. Um, I also found out that, because uh, Honest Trailers just did a trailer of The Incredible Hulk. Like, yeah. an Honest Trailer of it. And they said that um, uh, Edward Norton like got a screenwriter credit under a different name. <laughs> so he got, like, two two paychecks for That's this movie. So anyway, I can see why they didn't want to anyway, have him back. You got yeah, Terrence I know, Howard. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Cause I know I've heard like, uh, I was listening to something where they talked about like when they put out the press release that they were going with Mark Ruffalo for, uh, incredible Hulk. It, they didn't even like try and make Edward Norton look good for it. Like no. it was like some, they, it was like something along the lines of like, we've, uh, we believe that we have pursued a, a better creative decision in Mark Ruff. Like it was like something that they kind of shit on him. Yeah. Where it's like, Oh gee, but the most to... like politically correct way they yeah. could. Where yeah. It was like, Oh man, like you didn't have to go that way. It could have been just been like, Oh yeah, we just went our separate ways, but they went out of their way to be like, yeah, we think Edward Norton sucks. <laughs> like, Jesus. All right. Yeah. yeah. Don't fuck with Marvel. <laughs> no, they'll bury the shit out of yeah. you. Yeah. But he's doing Wes Anderson movies now. So, Oh yeah. <laughs> he's doing all good for himself. Do it to it. Plus, I really like Edward Norton anyway. Like, yeah, no, I like him too. he shows too. up and stuff. And I, I've, I've definitely heard things where it's like he's he doesn't work well in a group, which I think that was part of the reason why they kind of pushed him out of before he got into the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Because like if he had to share screen time with somebody, he probably would have been a bigger bitch to work with. Probably. Oh, yeah, I've never thought about that because it never fr- like came to fruition or whatever. Yeah. But like I couldn't even imagine him now like trying to work with like, like like Taika Waititi or whatever. Yeah. Like, could you imagine him if he still played like Bruce Banner in like Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. What a fucking no. nut. So no. that'd be weird. Yeah, I think Mar- I like Mark Ruffalo because he plays it a little more quirky 
mm-hmm. where like it kind of fits in with like especially when this with like Joss Whedon always kind of throwing in those those like jokey quips every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I feel like he delivers them a lot more than I think Edward Norton would have been able to. Yeah. I yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um talking a lot of time talking about the Hulk, but it's interesting because I haven't yeah. talked about this movie in a long time. So <laughs> <laughs> But uh yeah, I um anyway, liked liked it. Yeah. Not my favorite, Incredible Hulk, but it's go. good. It's good. I'll have to, I'm gonna go back and rewatch that. I I have the next two days off, so maybe I'll do that. Do it. Anyway, Avengers. So yeah, what we came to talk about. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what my original train of thought was, but uh, it does come off a little bit, a little bit campier. Yeah, and through the Joss Whedon influence, but like, whereas Joss Whedon did like reshoots and stuff for Justice League, where like you could definitely tell it was his. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they had even. Some of those jokes that they maybe had in there, if they put them in the Avengers, it still wouldn't have been as, like, groan-inducing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Kinda. Like, granted, like, some of the stuff in Justice League that you could tell was his is, like, ugh. Like... Yeah. But I think it's because it was, like, tonally different, like, every 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) That it was just like, oh, this isn't working. It isn't meshing. Yeah. But, like, all the way through the Avengers, it's pretty much tonally all the same yeah so it wouldn't have been so jarring to see those mm-hmm. granted there's some things in this that i don't think work anymore because like as i've grown up even though i was been an adult this whole time this whole franchise has been going off yeah but as i've grown up with the rest of these movies like i think they've matured as well and mm-hmm. i think i've liked the maturity that they've gone into yeah and then they sprinkle like a fun one in here and there Mm-hmm. But, like, as an Avengers movie where it should, like, have big stakes and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's um, it's more of, like, a light popcorn fare compared to what's coming out now. Yeah. <clears throat> like, um, I think the main problem with Justice League was that I think he was... Joss Whedon was trying to stay too true to Zack Snyder's original vision. Yeah. And because I feel like... I think the the main the main strength with event with Avengers is that I think Joss Whedon is really good when it comes to building the foundation of a team. Like yeah. maybe not so much like like when it comes to like Avengers two where like it's not as well received because like that foundation's already been built mm-hmm. and like now it's just kind of now we're following them along and seeing what what action they do. Like I don't think Joss Whedon is as good filming action. But mm. I, he's definitely good when it comes to, okay, here is a ragtag group of people. How do we bring them together in what feels like a like an organic way? Mm. And I think that's what Avengers does pretty well. Yeah, even in like Age of Ultron, like uh, some of my favorite stuff is when they're all in a group together. Yeah, like bickering back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was really well done. Like uh, a scene in particular is when they're all on the helicarrier and it's like right after um, Black Widow gets done talking with Loki and comes in to that like little lab where they're all kind of there out of costume Mm -hmm. and they're all talking shit to each other and arguing. That was, I thought I was like, this is really good. Yeah. Like it plays up a lot of like that stuff that they really 
extrapolated on in Civil War, where there are a lot of people coming from different backgrounds, and they're all arguing with each other based on their past experience. Like, that's how everyone lives their life. Mm -hmm. Like, Robert Downey Jr. making fun of Captain America because he... Captain America is, like proud of the fact that he's willing to risk his life for his country mm-hmm. and then Robert Downey Jr. is like well well, fuck you die and then what then you're nothing right so then it, it, they go on that and then Thor just making fun of humans in general right <laughs> and then Black Widow being like oh my god you guys stop measuring your dicks and just right. listen to me we need right. to do this like everyone is coming from a different mindset and a different point of view and you can see based on like their specific movies like why they would feel this way yeah like especially like even thor like he just is coming off of like thinking that he was king shit right and then he got knocked down knocked down a peg when he had to fucking go to earth and get his hammer Mm -hmm. and then but you can still kind of see like those small like fragments of him thinking that he's fucking king shit Mm -hmm. when he's just like oh you pesky humans yeah and it's like so petty yeah and tiny yeah, <laughs> like, well, you're kind of a fucking like, like I love like they do now where he's like just a fucking meathead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like now he's just he's so up his own ass that he's just basically a fucking like surfer dude. Sure, I mean he hasn't like he's he's having more fun with the role now. Yeah, but like I don't think he's really changed all that much. Like he's still kind of like like a free, pretty carefree kind of guy in this until. Yeah. We're, when it comes down to it, he needs to actually do some action. Yeah. Like, he's definitely, like, a Shakespearean uh, character, but I feel like he's Shakespearean in the way that, like, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, <laughs> when they, like, fucking pick up Abraham Lincoln, and he's like, party on, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that. That which sounds like, pretty much right. Yeah, which, like, that's, I think that's pretty much what it is, where it's like he's just, he's been exposed to, to enough Earth pop culture that he's, like... Like, picking bits and pieces that he likes from it, and it's slowly turning him into, like, a fucking California surfer. <laughs> but he still has, like, that Shakespearean-type mindset. Yeah. Um, while we're still on that, like, arguing scene, like, it might... Like, there was, like, two great parts in it that I wanted to bring up that I really liked again. It was when, like, Tony Stark and Captain America going back and forth, mm-hmm. and, like, they're getting under each other's skin... And Captain America's like, put on the suit. I'll fucking fight you, bro. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. And then Tony Stark is like, anything special from you came from a fucking bottle. Yeah. And I'm like, god damn. I totally forgot about those. And they're just like really digging at each other. Well, I love, yeah, there's like the, yeah, that scene is really fun because they do, yeah, they're like going back and forth at each other. And then like, uh. Captain America's like, put on the suit. Come on. Let's let's go a few rounds. Uh And then they get attacked and then. And then Captain America's like, put on the suit. And they start running up. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's the same line, but in different context. I fucking oh, yeah, loved it. Good. And then uh, that that was the reveal, too, that same scene where it uh, Bruce Banner says, like, I've tried to kill myself. Oh, I fucking love that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Like, I was actually surprised again that I was like, oh, yeah, they fucking bring up, like, he tried to off himself. Yeah. And, like. The other guy just spit the bullet out. Yeah. Which I, I was reading, like, some trivia on this, and I guess that was, like, what was... It was supposed... It was written as what was supposed to be a scene in the Incredible Hulk, the Edward Norton movie. Yeah. But then they thought it was, like, 
Super, dark. Way too dark, so they kept it out. <laughs> but then they brought that brought it up as like a offline in this, which it's awesome because yeah. they go in like they spend this whole movie being like, Well, you're more powerful than all of us. Why the fuck are you bitching? And he's like, No, I don't want this shit. Yeah. In yeah, fact, yeah. I tried to fucking kill myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I even like uh when Bruce Banner's introduced in this too, when he's like in I don't remember he's like India maybe? And Scarlet Witch comes to get him and like they're Scarlett in that... Johansson. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Yes. Scarlett Johansson comes to get him. And uh, they're like having that conversation. He like freaks her out. And she like pulls a gun on him. And he's like, uh, just kidding. And she yeah. like calls down yeah, all the guys everyone, from outside. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Joss Whedon has like a, he has like this uh, really good way of like, like building small inside jokes. And they'll just have like really subtle payoffs. Mm-hmm. Like there's like the one where, uh, like uh, when uh, Nick Fury first talks to Captain America and he's like, "I bet, bet you ten dollars, I'll show you something you've never seen before or <laughs> oh, something." Yeah. And he's like, "All right, I'll believe when I see it." And then they just have this thing where like the helicarrier pulls up in the air and then just just pulls a ten out of his wallet and just hands it to him. <laughs> like there's no no lines are said, right? No callbacks to that actual thing. It's just. Right money exchange and then they right. walk off and go their separate ways where it's like right. if you're paying attention like it's amazing that's a really good joke yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, the like i know like joss whedon's shtick for like jokes and stuff is like a setup and then five minutes later they'll like uh, turn it on its head or whatever yeah there's a few times where that works in this uh, like um uh, like just the scene where Bruce Banner like thinks he is talking to a Scarlett Johansson, yeah, by himself in that little shed or whatever. And yeah, they're like no, we're alone. That's fine. And then like he freaks out, and then like she calls the guys off, and they're all like yeah. circling. And, like, yeah, there's like twenty dudes. Yeah. outside. I mean, he does that kind of same premise later with jokes with like Coulson, where like it doesn't like the payoff is kind of the same where like. They draw attention to the opposite of what should be happening. Yeah. And it's like that it comes off as campy. Yeah. And I'm like, that isn't like, but that's like his main kind of shtick that he does mm-hmm. like a lot. Like they set up one thing, the opposite happens and like they yeah. kind of sit there in the awkwardness of it for a second. Mm-hmm. But like it works well sometimes or it, I don't think it works well at all. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like a give and take with that. Yeah. Um, Speaking of character introductions, I also like uh, when Scarlett Johansson as a Black Widow is mm. doing the inter, inter, uh, inter interrogation scene. Yeah, I love how Black Widow is portrayed in the movie altogether because she she takes that that role of like what women usually play in movies like this, like the damsel in distress, uh-huh. and she turns down her head where like she takes that and then makes it so that it makes. All of the men around her uh, let their guard down. Yeah. And I I like that, where Mm -hmm. it's like, she's a powerful woman. She just takes this stereotype of women and turns it on its head to make men totally let their guard down and then basically spill any kind of information they have. Yeah. And she does that twice in this movie. Yeah, she does it twice. Yeah. yeah, Which is really good. Yeah. Like, it's really cool, especially for, like, nowadays where, like, it's... Like, how women are portrayed in, in things is, like, being really spotlighted. Like, especially with this. Like, looking back at this, where mm-hmm. it's, like, 
you see you're, you're taking that idea and you're spinning it in a way where it makes them even more powerful. Mm-hmm. I, she, uh, but this is like the one movie where that really only, she only really does that. Like, yeah. And she, I mean, in Iron Man two, when she's introduced, it's kind of the same, but like that role isn't like, she doesn't have like a, that big of a role in it. Yeah. But when she's actually black widow in this, like it works. And then later on, she doesn't really do that again. Even in like Avengers two, where he's back, like Joss Whedon's back for it. Yeah, I was. I really wish that she would do that more because, yeah, like she plays off that whole thing that yeah, I'm not weak, you're dumb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I would say a strength. Let's say in like Winter Soldier though, like she's like Captain America's equal, mm-hmm. and she shares just about as much screen time with him in yeah. that. But I feel that's a different scenario too. No, yeah, it is. But like it's. And she could have easily in that movie when they're out doing like espionage stuff have has yeah. done that. Mm-hmm. But I I like I don't know what I like really better because I like when she plays against type in mm-hmm. like the Avengers, and then I also like that she can stand up with Captain America and yeah. be his equal. So it's like I don't know I like them both. Yeah, I almost like it more here in Avengers because like she does like she does strike me as someone that would play off of that idea of like she knows how to how to manipulate people into getting what she wants especially with her being like this beautiful woman like she knows that like either men are gonna be like vying for or they're gonna see her as weaker than them and then they're gonna not try as hard right and either way she's gonna get what she wants yeah 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 like them both (laughs) (laughs) uh what else? Um, I I really like how they build on like my two favorite arcs in the Marvel Cinematic Universe are Iron Man's and Captain America's. Yeah, and this one definitely sets the groundwork for both of them. Where like this is this is the first time you see where Captain America's faith in the government starts to wane. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time you see uh, Tony Stark kind of have a brush with death where it kind of drives him to make a lot of the really stupid decisions that he makes down the line. Yeah. Yeah, it sets all that shit up. That's good. Yeah. Like, I, it, like looking back on this, like, looking back at this and then seeing what it leads to, like, this is kind of like where it all begins for both of them. Mm-hmm. Like this is where Captain America starts to become more paranoid. And this is where Iron Man is like, we need to do this now. Like, No, we don't <laughs> <laughs> like you're rushing a lot of this shit. Like you're super terrified of like, he's like Ar- Iron Man is probably just as paranoid as like, uh, fucking Captain America. It's just a matter of like, they're paranoid of two different things. Yeah. Like Captain America's looking more within and then and uh, Tony Stark's looking more outward. Yeah. But they're still they're just equally as paranoid. Right. And I and coming from like two different backgrounds too, it just makes them butt heads even more, mm-hmm. which is really good. Yeah. Um I remember what I was going to say. I really like cuz it was a long time in this before you see any of the Hulk and when he first like transforms, it's kind of like when he transforms into the Hulk in The Incredible Hulk, where it's kind of like uh, like horror a yeah. little bit. I know. I wish they would have 
kind of milked that a little bit. Like, granted, this is a fucking two and a half, almost two and a half hour long movie. Yeah, yeah it was but a lot longer than I would have liked it more if they would have milked that whole scene between him and Black Widow where she has no idea where he is. Mm-hmm. And, like, people are just wandering in, like, what are we And she's just like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. this is, like, it's. Like, the minute, like, he moves so fast, like... Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That still freaks me the shit out, though, because, like, she's, like, got a bum leg at this point. Yeah. And she's, like, trying to hobble away. Yeah. She's... And then it cuts to the Hulk, and he's, like, fucking tearing through yeah. the shit. Like, Yeah. And yeah. you're, like, holy fuck, get out of there! <laughs> yeah. It's uh, really well done. Yeah. Like, he seems, like, so unstoppable as the Hulk in this. Like, especially when that, that uh, jet tries to keep him busy... Mm-hmm. he's just like fucking starts shooting at him he's like target acquired and starts firing target angry target angry and then fucking <laughs> jumps and just starts ripping shit out of the jet and yeah. then even when he like tries to like eject out and he just grabs the seat and you're like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> what I like in these uh, two Joss Whedon Avengers movies is the way like he directs the how because I'm fairly certain he directs like how the Hulk should act yeah. Because in Thor Ragnarok, he's pretty different. Yeah. Granted, he's, like, been the Hulk for a long time, so, like, he can... I, he acts differently, like, more childish. Mm-hmm. But I like him more as, like, animalistic, I think. It makes yeah. him more of, like, a wild card. Yeah. Like, even more so than him just having, like, his own cocky attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate that more in, like, Avengers here, where you he's only can be talked to at the very end where he transforms under his own volition yeah and like is ready to kick ass yeah you know what i mean but like otherwise like he can transform and just go haywire and he's just fucking ripping shit apart and like he's like a almost like a giant ape you know what yeah. i mean yep. i really like that a lot yeah i mean yeah i like i think when they got when they uh, first of the Avengers, I think they were still building off of the idea that it's like, oh, it, he gets angry and then he becomes the Hulk. But I I still do like what they kind of morphed the Hulk into now, where like how I interpret it is that like Bruce Banner is such an introvert that whenever he wants to go within himself, that's when the Hulk comes out. Yeah, and uh, I think like the reason why he act so childish in um in like the in Thor Ragnarok is because he actually is aging yeah like, as he's the Hulk yeah and so I, I like I like that little bit thrown in there where like now he's starting to develop speech and now he's actually starting to develop like conversation because now like because he's been the Hulk so long the Hulk is actually maturing as like a child would yeah yeah I, I mean I do like how they like aren't just staying the same with the character, yeah. but letting him grow mm-hmm. like everybody else. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, but like looking, looking at it through those glasses, like knowing what the what the Hulk becomes now. Like you look at this Hulk, and it's pretty much like a newborn infant with unlimited strength, right? And it's gonna freak out. Like right. it's gonna fucking oh, this shit hurts, and I'm gonna break beat break the shit out of it, right? And so it's like, yeah, it's animalistic, but. In a way, like babies are animalistic. <laughs> like, yeah, that's they, true. They act on they act Very on true. They act on things that are like their needs in the moment. Yeah, yeah. in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's really that's an interesting way to take the Hulk. Yeah. Um. 
I'm gonna harken back to more the Incredible Hulk a little bit. Yeah, like um, the Incredible Hulk with Norton, um, it uh, touched a little bit on like the '70s and '80s show with Bill Bixby a little bit. Yeah, even in like in the credit sequence where it has like the whole origin, they even get the his powers from that like radioactivity device or whatever it yeah. is, the gamma device, which I like. And they also every time. In the Bill Bixby show. Did you ever see any of those? Not too much. No. Um, well, almost like there are a lot of the times where he would transform. Like uh, it would kind of he would be kind of be like hunkering down in a corner and then he would turn and he's got like these light green contacts in. Yeah. And he's just like <laughs> and it's still like him. And they do that in the the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Where like. He turns and he's got these light green eyes and there's just like a bar of light over his eyes to focus on him. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes to transform and it's kind of like Jekyll and Hyde type horror type stuff. Yeah. I kind of miss that a little yeah. bit. I would love that to continue because it like brings like a scary like wild card. I keep saying that for the Hulk. But anyway, yeah. it brings like a scary wild yeah. card aspect to him that um, I would like to see more of. Yeah. Well, he only like transforms twice in, right. in this. Right. And the first time it is kind of like that, like yeah. they don't like zoom in on the eyes, but the first time it's definitely, right. uh, I don't want to do this. Scenario. Yeah. I, I do like when he looks back at black widow and he's like, I can't help. My, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, it's like, Oh shit, get out of there. And then he yeah. just fucking tears yeah. shit up. Yeah. But then like, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of like when he shows up and like, I'm always angry. And then he just kind of like morphs into him. Like. Here we go. No, like, I see. I love that part. Really? Every time I see it, I get goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. Like because I don't. I always see like the Hulk is kind of. It's. I always see like the Hulk is kind of like a detriment. Like it's always comes up at like the worst possible time, and then that one, that time, it always it feels more like he's got it under control. Yeah. I. And like if they're still counting the Incredible Hulk as canon. They allude to that at the end of it. Yeah. Where he's like doing yoga and it zooms in on him and he's like, looks like he's calm and he looks like he's going to transform. Yeah. And so like, if they're still counting that as the Marvel cinematic, like, I I mean, it makes sense that he could do that, I guess. But I, I love that part. Like it's. I, I look forward to it every time I see the movie. <laughs> I'm always angry. And I, I love it. Every, it's like, that's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. <laughs> and, and just turns and tears out of his shit and punches that space whale in the face. Oh, yeah. I fucking love it. And then the whole Avengers score is doing it and that does the whole circle around him. Every time I see oh, yeah. it, I still get goosebumps. And it's like the cheesiest shit ever. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. this is my shit. Yeah. This is what I come here for. And Black Widow's loading her super useless pistols. <laughs> yeah, like, right? What are you going to do with that fucking shit? Well, she's even sporting even more useless tasers. On her yeah, hands. she's constantly using like a wrist taser, just like which I like as yeah. a weapon, but at the same time, she's like punching aliens, which should yeah. be like, get the fuck off, doing like her weird head scissors move that she does like in every movie, in every fucking movie. <laughs> that is a useless move. The aliens or whoever they're doing just drop her on her fucking head <laughs> or slam her into a fucking wall or some yeah. shit. Anyway, but that's just wrestling logic, I yeah. guess. So, like, like I want to touch on, like, so that 
power that Loki has where like he can like turn people to do what he wants. Yeah. Like how does that work? Because See, it's like cuz he does it and then when they show like the characters interacting with each other after they've been turned, like they act normally. It's yeah. just that they have like bluer eyes. Yeah, it was okay, this was like one of my gripes with the movie. Yeah. Is this was the mind control thing and the tesseract yeah because later on they say a tesseract is actually the space stone yeah and then later on they also say that loki's wand is the mind stone which they yeah. put in the vision yeah um which they they must i mean i don't know how far in advance they thought of all of the infinity gauntlet like gems and stones and stuff yeah but um, they're playing kind of fast and loose with the rules, I think, with the Tesseract in this. Because it yeah. kind of can do anything. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah, it literally does, like, anything. And then later on, when they say it's the Space Stone, they're like, well, it can just teleport you places. Like, it stops being a power <laughs> source and all this kind of shit. It just yeah. kind of stops doing anything special extra. Yeah. But then, like, Loki's Scepter... Be, I see it can control the mind, but at the okay. So the the one gripe mainly that I had with it is like, sure you can turn them into like. I, I'm just assuming like since Loki has it, and he's controlling the mind stone, he can influence somebody's mind that he touches with it to kind of do his bidding. Yeah. But still have kind of like a free will. Yeah. But where that comes into conflict is at the very end. Where Skarsgård said, like, I must have had my own kind of free will because I built a failsafe in the system. And yeah. I'm like, but if you really were under mind control, that shouldn't have been a thing. Yeah. Like, I think Selvik's, uh, or Skarsgård's, uh, like, I like I think his kind of works because whenever when he's under it, he, it feels like he's... He's acting more on, like, his passion to figure out what it is. Right. And the best way to figure it out is to use it to its full potential, which is open this enormous portal. Yeah. And fucking let these aliens in. Yeah. So, like, I can kind of see where he's coming from, but fucking Hawkeyes is just weird. Like, he's just fucking them over because he's just told to. Right. Like, he's like, yeah, I found a bunch of enemies for uh, <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D., so I got them to come work for us. Like, why? <laughs> like, yeah. I, like, what is happening? Like, why are you following this guy? Like, I, I can't see what he did to you that will make you want to do this. But he just does it. Yeah. I mean, I, the only <laughs> thing I can say is, like, in in defense of it. Yeah. Not that I have a huge defense towards it, but, like, maybe that's what... Lo like Loki implanted something in his brains. Like you probably know people who hate Shield. Find them and help us yeah. win. Like, but yeah, because it, it's still like if you think about it too hard, it all kind of falls apart. Yeah. If you just kind of like have fun with it and let it wash mm -hmm. over you, then you're like, yeah, sure, it's fun. Like I, th I think I would have liked it more if they were just kind of silent and doing their jobs, and they were just like, okay, and just kind of did whatever. Like mm -hmm. that would that would that would strike me more like mind control, but. They would actually play out full scenes where they're all having conversations with each other. Yeah. And Hawkeye's acting like Hawkeye does. Right. But 
nothing strikes me like, okay, so what's your motivation for this? Like, what what did he awaken in your head that makes you want to fuck over people that you like? Yeah. Because I can, I can see it with Skarsgård because, like, every time they talk to him, he's like, the power is just, it's so great. Like, I just want to find out more and more. Uh-huh. So you can kind of see, like, he woke that thing in there where it's like he kind of brushed aside that, like, scientific judgment and was just dove head first into, I want to know what this really does. Right. Like, I'm so curious that I'm willing to fuck over the earth. I want to see right. what this kind of power is capable of. Yeah. So I liked I liked his portrayal of it, but Hawkeye is just all over the fucking place. He's just fucking people over because I don't know why. <laughs> I guess he I don't to please Loki. I, that'd be the only reason. Yeah, I but guess then it but... makes no sense because he actually talks like a normal person. Like I don't get it. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, it didn't. I, I I didn't think about it hard enough that it bothered me. I suppose. I don't know. I'm I'm weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Another, like, I know this was a complaint when the movie came out. Another, like, thing that bothers me, too, is when the portal closes, like, all the aliens die. Yeah. And I'm, I don't like that still. Well, the, the, they don't die when the portal closes. They die when the mothership blows up. Mothership blows up. And that doesn't make any sense either. No. Like, it makes more sense for me in Age of Ultron, where, like, All the robots kind of die at once because they can mm-hmm. share, like, a hive mind and they're all connected yeah. through, like, a Wi-Fi or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. Or Bluetooth. Whatever. Whatever yeah. you like. Yeah. But, like, when they're, like, single creatures with their own, like, brain, why I don't yeah. know why they would all yeah. collapse. Like, there would that, that could have been, like, some cool shit where, like, they maybe do, like, a thing, like, in, like, a future movie where, like, you actually see some of these aliens that are being held prisoner or something uh-huh. like that could kind of be like part of the reason why captain America turns into winter soldier. Cause he sees like how they're being mistreated by the government mm-hmm. where it's yeah. like, yeah, we're this free, we're this free country, but you're taking advantage of these aliens that came to earth based off of like what someone else told him to do. Right. I wish they would retcon that a little bit just to make make me personally feel better because yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't like it at all. Like I, I give it a pass in age of Ultron because yeah. of robots, but like I, the Shatari, like maybe if like, uh, like in captain Marvel or something like that, they bring up like the scrolls, like, cause I heard that the scrolls are going to be in captain Marvel. Like they like boss around the Shatari or whatever and have them have slaves and they have them all hooked up to, like, this hive mind, like, computer system, yeah. like, in this mothership or whatever. Yeah. And when it blows up, then, like, they, they their brain get fried. There you go. Sure. Like, just do something like that. Yeah. Like, I had a theory, like... Uh, I thought it was, like a, like, a wireless life support. Like, they don't breathe oxygen, so... Yeah, any anything. Something like that. that was, that's what I kind of gathered. Right. Uh, I, like, I had a theory, like, before Doctor Strange came out when they just announced it, I was like, that'd be cool if it happened at the same time as the Avengers. And like, he sees the portal open and like, he casts a spell for when like, whenever fucking the portal closes or whatever, it cuts off all the life to fucking everything else. And then it like runs in tandem. Cause I like when shit does that. 
That's why I like Saw yeah. 3 and 4 together, but not <laughs> individually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I mean, that obviously they didn't Are Or you happen. like Back to the Future 2. I do like Back they... to the Future 2. <laughs> when it goes back to Back yeah. to the Future 1. Yeah. When, when Marty 2 tries to fuck <laughs> over Marty, or helps Marty 1. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun little role. It's fun, yeah. And, come at me, but I am a fan of Back to the Future 3. I like it. I, I think it's a really good trilogy altogether. Me too. People shit on the Western one. I like the Western one. Yeah, it's like a fun, campy version of... Like, it's a fun, campy bow on a gift. Yeah, it is. And I like it. Yeah. We are just talking about every, everything but the Avengers. <laughs> I don't know. I thought we've been talking a lot about the Avengers. <laughs> no. um, uh, there was going to be another strength I was going to bring up, and I have forgotten it because we started talking about Back to the Future. Okay, so like, what I really liked about this movie, it really does cap off the whole Phase 1 arc. Yeah, because it uh, when it incorporates everybody, they're bringing what they had in their first movies with them. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like after this, they kind of can stand on their own, but they don't have to bring like any baggage with them. Like anything that happened in Thor: The Dark World, they didn't bring up in like Age of Ultron. Yeah, or like anything like. I don't that. think they bring up Thor: The Dark World in anything. No, but like, <laughs> the fucking movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fine. Like I, <laughs> like, granted, this is my like this is like my shit. So like, I like it. Like, it's not the strongest uh, contender, but like, it's not any worse than like the Incredible Hulk. Okay. <laughs> I Maybe I need to go back and watch it. But dude, I, speaking from experience, I've I've watched all of the Marvel films pretty intently. I had to go back and watch Thor the Dark World at least three or four times to watch all the way through because I fell asleep every time. That movie <laughs> fucking sucks. I'll have to go back and watch it again. It's Maybe that'll good. put that on the docket too. It's not good. I'll just watch, in prep for Infinity War, I'll just watch Avengers and then the movies that I don't know anything about or I can't remember like, anything about. I feel about. like I need to go back and watch Thor the Dark World because I just don't remember it at all. Like, it left my mind the minute I got done watching it. Yeah, fuck. Anyway, that's for another show. But any, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, uh, Avengers did a good job of incorporating what they set up, and, like, everybody kind of brings their baggage to yeah. Avengers. Yeah, like we kind of touched like, on it a little bit in the beginning, where, like, you, everyone has a different background, and, yeah, they bring it all to the group, and it it's kind of what makes them a great team and it also what kind of like makes them separate from each other right and i but i i know we were talking about that with like mostly like captain america and like iron man yeah because i feel like throughout all of this whole thread like they're like the two major players yeah that are going to be butting heads and like either working together again later Mm -hmm. but like they're like what this whole string of marvel uh movies are really kind of centered around like their ideals minus like the the yeah. like standalone movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but uh but as I was saying like um in like Civil War, yeah, it's like they play off of the previous Avengers movie with mm-hmm. the Sokovia Accords and everything. Yeah. But like all of everybody's 
solo shit doesn't necessarily get brought up. Like, like they don't bring up like, I, it's hard to say because like Thor wasn't in it. Yeah. So I guess, and like his is like the only one that was like a big kind of world shaking event. Yeah. And like Ant-Man like is in it, but like they don't really bring up his shit because I guess they're small movies. So maybe like my argument's kind of null and void because it's not really important, Yeah. I guess, to bring up later. Yeah. But I still hold true to my uh, original <laughs> statement. They touch on everything in yeah, no, the Yeah, no, they, they touch on everyone's movie in, in Avengers for sure. Like, <clears throat> yeah, even down to like, uh, they bring up Natalie Portman out of nowhere. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, she's safe. Yeah, she's Which, safe. I love, uh, if you want to listen to, like, another review of The Avengers, uh, there's a podcast called The Canon that's hosted by, like, this film critic, Amy Nicholson, and they do, like, a more, like, uh, film critique, uh, crit- critique of, uh, The Avengers, like, done for more, more of a mindset of someone that's not, like, super into comics, it's more, mm-hmm. like, film in general. Mm-hmm. And like, like Amy looks. Amy Nicholson is not that big of a fan of like comic book movies, <laughs> mm-hmm. so like you kind of see it from that angle too, which is really interesting. And uh, <clears throat> shit, what was I going on? The what? What? Have, what did we talk about before <laughs> I started talking about this? Uh, I don't remember. Cause I know I was bringing this up. Ah, oh, shit. You're bringing up how she brings it up with like a more critical eye, like a yeah, but. We were talking about something that, and then this drew me to it, and I can't remember How why. Everything was everybody uh, has their shit in from their previous movies to the Avengers. Oh yeah, she uh, she talks about like if you were to watch this without any of that context, mm-hmm. like this movie would be fucking insane. Probably to you. yes, because <laughs> like, like <clears throat> I don't I'm. Very, very curious on how the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to age over time. Mm-hmm. Like, in, like, 50 years, if people are going to go back and be like, so wait, so in order to understand this, I have to watch four other movies, <laughs> and they're not numbered in any kind of way where it'll be easy to pull them out <laughs> and actually... <laughs> know in what sequence I need to watch them in order for all this to make sense. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of a valid argument. But, I mean, in 50 years, you can look up, like, fucking a watch order for anything. You can do that right now. Like, yeah, what order I need to watch this shit in. Yeah. And granted, like, it's coming, like, 50 years removed from it, too. You're also not growing up with it, like, happening in fr- w- with you. Yeah. It'd be like just how the Star Wars movies came out. Oh, like, yeah. Like, if you came out in the 70s or whatever. Yeah. But also, Star Wars also has episode one. Yeah, I episode know. Yeah. Two. It yeah, was like, a kind it's... of a bad example, but it's the only other <laughs> big franchise that's, like, multiple things that come yeah, out with like, it. Yeah, but, yeah, that's the thing with Marvel. It's just, it's, it's weird where, like, it's the only kind of uh, movie series I know where they just kind of expect you to know. But it is also, like, the first kind of thing of its kind. Like, yeah. it's not just direct sequels of each other. It's, like, uh, these little things that build to a whole, and then they do it again, and they build on each other. Oh, yeah, It's yeah, the yeah. first time it's ever really happened. Oh, yeah, so, I, I, I totally get that. Like, I understand where they're coming from in terms of that, but it, in terms of it 
I want to know how it's going to age. Like it's it it totally yeah, works I, for now. Yeah, I have no but idea. Like, <laughs> I, I, I feel like these movies are definitely made like how like a comic book series is made, how you describe it. Because there's uh-huh. so many times where like you'll suggest things to me. And then you'll warn me, like, <laughs> yeah, like, well, this series was a- actually kind of built off of another series that you shouldn't read because it's really not that good. And I'm just like, so why should I even read this then? <laughs> like, I feel like I'm just jumping into some story that I have no idea what I'm going to encounter. Yeah, because it's built off of something else that I guess sucks. <laughs> but the one I'm suggesting is good. Yeah. No, but <laughs> it's just, no, it's I I get it. Like yeah. it's yeah, I don't know. Like once it's all kind of wrapped up and done. Like, would it be, yeah, I think it would be like, uh, it'd be like a, a task for yeah. any like people, like anybody born, like when all these movies wrap up, when they're mm-hmm. born after that and they get to the age where like, oh, I want to check out all this shit like that happened like after mm-hmm. or before I was born or whatever. Yeah. It would be quite a haul to do because right now we're already at. 19 movies with this infinity war coming yeah. out that's a that's a, a big investment of time yeah but when you're not trying to like i suppose shotgun them all in order to yeah. catch up to the next release mm-hmm. you can watch them at your own pace would be fine yeah but at the same time like it's not like james bond has a ton of movies out Oh, yeah. At this point. But they don't all connect with each other until, yeah. like, the current re- incarnation of it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't I don't know. I, I, I have no idea how it would age. Yeah. Because, personally, I think, like, after this whole thing ends, they'll still try to come out with ones here or there. Mm-hmm. But I think I've, they're going to have, like, a harder time, like, building, like, enough, like, support for it to keep going yeah. after like Avengers four comes out. Mm-hmm. Granted, they'll have like Spider-Man for like a couple more movies, I think. Yeah. But like, they're not going to have like everybody in it. That's in Avengers mm-hmm. now, or even in the Avengers that we're reviewing today, vaguely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to have all that star power that keep going. They're going to have like, who's ever still with them. Yeah. Which is like once that starts trailing off, where do they where do they like logically end? Where it can be like a finale, and then it's done. Yeah. Until I, they have to start I, it over. I don't even think that's gonna exist anymore. Just like a full out finale. I don't think that's ever gonna exist in like film, ever again. Yeah. I <laughs> like which is it's hard to like because okay with these Marvel movies that's very hard to say because they're treating it like an actual comic series yeah. where everything's open ended and bleeds into the next one, mm-hmm. but like this is the only franchise really that's been able to make this work yeah completely yeah so uh, I I I would like to think that yeah but how do you stick the landing on something I, I don't know how do you stick the landing on something that is very adamant about never wanting to land <laughs> i know but they got to be cognizant of like this can't go on forever and if are we can you sure troy they they have to be right cuz people's contracts are leaving i yeah, know well yeah well in terms of that yeah but like you can't tell me that they're going to be like well we can make more superheroes and we can make more movies off of that i know i know they can and it's gonna be at what point are they gonna be so desperate that like disney makes their own superheroes for (laughs) 
like these Marvel movies that they are like then have to incorporate in the books because mm-hmm. the books don't even have them. Yeah. You know what I mean? When is it going to get to that point? Yeah. Where they've exhausted their resources. <laughs> like, I hope it dies before then. Like, I can't wait for the, uh, what's that Will Smith superhero that was a dick? Hancock? Yeah, I can't wait for the Hancock Marvel film. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> where he just shoots super loads up into the sky. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a very interesting thing that we can only see with time. Yeah, it it's I think it's going to be a really interesting experiment to see like how they try and tie it all together and then like how how they're going to age over time if people are going to be cuz like you you're you're not going to be able to deny the fact that these films have definitely impacted like the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. But how do you go back and revisit them knowing that in order to watch this, like a movie like The Avengers that is definitely a a milestone film. Yeah. But in order to fully appreciate it, you have to go back and watch six other movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, it's, it's, it's strange. This is just like a, uh, like a train of thought. Yeah. Um, so... I believe that in order to, like, really appreciate the Avengers, you do have to go back and watch kind of all of Phase 1. Yeah. You might not have to watch the Hulk. <laughs> but, like, you definitely need to watch Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah. Um, Thor. Thor. You could probably skip Iron Man 2. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I can see that. Iron Man 2 is just kind of its own thing. Yeah. So, I, I mean, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor. I think you can then jump into the Avengers. Yeah. Well, no, Iron Man 2 is the uh, is the uh, introduction of Black Widow, too. Oh, yeah. Well, Iron Man 2 at least has, like, uh, some freaking great bird talk in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My bird. <laughs> so, yeah, bird talk. Yeah, I mean, I... Bird I mean, talk. You can really... I mean, you could probably still skip it. It does have the introduction of Black Widow, but yeah, um, and Pepper Potts. Like I was like, I forgot that Pepper Potts was in the Avengers, and she like still looks like she wants to be in these movies. Yeah, <laughs> even though it's like kind of a small part. Like yeah. I didn't hate. Fuck, she has like superpowers in the third one. And uh, yeah, in Iron Man <laughs> three, when she's got like fucking Extremis all up in yeah. her or whatever. Yeah. And then she just doesn't show up again until Spider-Man, which I was yep. a, a surprised that she would even agree to be in. Um, anyway, uh, well, do you have anything else to say about the Avengers? Because eh, not really. We definitely did not brush up on like any big moments in it, but I mean, everybody's kind of seen yeah. It. I mean, yeah. It, it's this is more review for people that have seen it already. I mean, I mean. Which is pretty much everyone in the world has seen it at least once by <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. <clears throat> but No, I think but I think we had a pretty thoughtful discussion on just the Marvel Universe in general. Right. I mean that, and that's what we're kind of doing anyway. We're leading yeah. up to yeah, the next up big to, huge yeah. Avengers movie. So oh, yeah. um what would uh what was your would be your final thoughts for Avengers? Uh, I think Avengers is it's definitely like a milestone film especially in like the last 10 years mm-hmm. of just yeah it's just it's it's really fun like uh 
I feel like the like the last action scene goes on quite a while. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't like I th- actually on this watch. I thought the movie itself just went on like way long. Yeah, because I'm like, oh man, this feels like it. Like I'm having fun while watching it. Yeah, but I'm like, man, this is going on so long. I had more fun watching the stuff on the helicarrier than I did the battle in New York. Because I feel yeah, like a lot, like too. a lot of the Helicarrier stuff is more character based, and like you're kind of seeing them interact with a, for the first time. Yeah, and a lot of that is a lot more fun. And then when you get to New York, it's just kind of a well. Now we gotta have a big fight for everyone to enjoy, mm-hmm. and it's like legit, like a forty minute long fight. Yeah, in New York, New York, where right. it's like Jesus Christ, and there's like no stakes because there's no like big baddie to really kind of get behind like horde. yeah it's like there's low key but then she he gets fucking annihilated by the hulk like right away mm-hmm. and then you're just watching all these aliens just kind of get their fucking ass handed to them and there's no feels like really no stakes like i always appreciate like a movie with a group where they're like fighting one force like one entity mm. like i always kind of appreciated like fantastic four for the fact that like the final battle was doctor doom like, yeah. there wasn't, like, a big horde they had to fight off. It was, like, we legit need to come together to fight this one guy. So imagine how p- powerful this one guy is. Now mm-hmm. imagine how powerful we are together. Yeah. Like, I think that's the that's the main cornerstone of, like, a team-up movie. Sure. But fighting a bunch of faceless things, it's, like, there's then there's no stakes. Well, I would argument, I would have an argument against that. It's, like, I like that... When they do fight of horde things, it's like a small group against an innumerable like amount of things yeah. all piling on top of them. Like, yeah. how are they going to defeat like yeah. this infinite amount of resources? You yeah. think? And I think like the thing about like a team up is also like strategy and how they implement it. But even the strategy they implement in this, they don't stick to because they even go to where like Captain America tells Thor to okay bottleneck the portal by just like thunderbolting a bunch of like anything that mm-hmm. comes through and he does it for maybe a minute and then he goes back to like fighting them fighting the horde on the in new york and it's like so then what's what's your strategy you're even the orders you're given you don't follow <laughs> so then what you just want to look cool <laughs> yeah i mean i i um i i did like the ending fight scene i agree that i think i like the stuff on the helicarrier more I did like the whole New York City fight, yeah. Um, because it was like they were fighting for a while and they're getting like beat down, and then they the Hulk shows up and they they regroup and they split off into like different things, like mm-hmm. Hawkeye go here, Thor go here, yeah. Hulk smash, blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. and then they're doing fine for a little bit, and then they start getting beaten down more. Yeah. And it looks like, oh, shit, now they're getting their shit handed yeah, but that's, to them. That's, that's, like, shown in, like, a scene. Yeah, I know, but, like, <laughs> I I, th- I think it works. I thought it worked yeah. as, like, a whole, like, thread of that last fight yeah. scene. And they all, I mean, granted, I don't like when they all like, get shut down all at once, when Widow, like, shuts down the portal and they fire a nuke up that asshole. <laughs> but, up uh, Space's asshole. Up Space's asshole, but, um... I I think I it all I think it works the- thematically for that last act of the yeah. movie. I don't like usually when it comes to like a big like superhero team up like I 
I appreciate when they're willing to step back and be like, okay, who, what are, what are these heroes' strengths and weaknesses, and how can we implement them in a way where you can flow through the action and see how everyone is implemented to their best ability. And I feel like it gets to a point in this where everyone's just doing everything. Like, yeah, no one needs to, no one needs to be in a particular place to be useful. They're just all doing whatever. It does start that though. Like when Captain America starts like barking orders at everyone after they all yeah. regroup, they do start doing that. Yeah. And it's like, hey, play to your strengths. Like, Hawkeye, call the action out on that rooftop. Yeah. Thor, fucking light the sky up. Iron Man, reach the perimeter or whatever. Hulk, be a wild card. Yeah. Black Widow, you're with me. Let's go charge yeah. whatever. But they do that for like a minute, and then they then it's like, oh, well, this isn't look cool enough. So let's do like a, let's all group they do back it for up. for a while, though. Until to, they like, all get. Thor maybe does that for like maybe a minute. And then, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like there's. A bunch of stuff where, like, I feel like they could have played on it more. Like, they do, like, a thing where, like, Black Widow gets thrown up in the air and she latches onto a fucking, like, flying jet thing. And I'm like, that would rip your arms out of your sockets. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Like, why the rip fuck are you doing that? Up. Wouldn't that be funny if that actually did it? Like, <laughs> yeah, all right, I'm going to go and it's like, bad idea, bad idea. <laughs> and she just falls off as, like, a torso on the ground. Like, yeah. shit. But no, like, I would have, like, appreciated it more where it's like, okay, actually kind of base it, not, not, you don't have to be, like, completely in reality, but base it in a way where it's like, these people do have weaknesses, and we do have to play to those, too. Yeah. Like, we can't just have Black Widow going out and fighting hand-to-hand with these fucking things. We need her doing this stuff, where she's at her best ability and can be the most useful. And the same with Hawkeye, same with fucking Captain America, same with Thor, same with Hulk. With everybody, like, you need to also implement the fact that they're not all powerful, that they do have weaknesses, and we need to avoid that with by all necessary. Right. Yeah, I agree. Because I think they do that, like, even though I, I don't like Justice League as much, I think they do a better job of that with it being like, okay, Flash is only fast. So let's mm-hmm. make him do stuff that involves moving stuff around. We can't have him fighting hand to hand with people because he, he's not a fighter, mm-hmm. and like just stuff like that. Like I, I like that's what makes a team up movie a team up movie where you implement not only their strengths but their weaknesses. Well, but they do try to do that. Like when they all separate there for a minute, like they're strongest when they're together. So when they did split up and do all that kind of stuff, that's when they held them off for a little bit, but then they ended up getting shit kicked out of them because of the numbers game. They just kept getting barraged with more aliens and like, fuck. And it wasn't until like they could really group back together again where they could regroup and yeah, kick some ass. But I I didn't see that as strategy. I just saw that as, well, we got to show them getting their ass kicked. Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> they have to have like a three X structure yeah. in this thing. Yeah, like I, I don't, like, I just, I liked, I don't know, I like seeing the implement of strategy and seeing it play out, like in terms of like this, like if this is gonna be an, a legit battle in a war, I want to see it play out like a battle in a war, and I want to see the moves that are taken by both sides to where they're getting the upper hand on each other. Yeah, which is impossible to do for the fucking Chitari because they're all mindless. Drones. drones yeah <laughs> but, um i don't know that's just that's just my 
personal And that's also, like, a big ask for, like, the first big franchise team-up movie, too, to have, like, something with, like, real stakes in it, where it's like, well, somebody might die. It's like, well... All these people well, kind of just got here. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not asking for like a like a life threatening situation. I just want to. I want a, a thread that I can follow. Where, okay, they did this to win, and oh, they're doing this to fight them back. Oh, and now the enemy is doing this to fight them back. Mm-hmm. Like it just felt like things happened to make you feel a certain way. Like oh they're what they're now we're seeing Hulk get beat down a lot more now I'm supposed to feel threatened that the Hulk's gonna get beat down mm-hmm. like you don't go into the Avengers being like oh Hulk's gonna die right you go into it being like okay how are they going to subdue the Hulk oh that was really interesting yeah okay I don't know I, it's my personal opinion that's fine but all together uh, I did enjoy the Avengers a lot I'll give it a solid A minus. Uh, on my rewatch as well, I would also give it an A minus. Okay. Um, I mean, this is, this kind of shit is my bag, baby, if I could quote Austin Powers. (laughs) Oh, behave. (laughs) Um, this movie did make me Randy, and I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Randy Quaid, oh, (laughs) I'm back! (laughs) But it, uh... Uh, I, I, I did really like this on a rewatch and I forgot like how, um, light and poppy that this first iteration of the Avengers films really was. Yeah. And it was, it was a refreshing watch, I think. Good. Um, I like the direction that it's headed now, but I did, I really liked it. It was almost like a simple. Yeah movie compared to like the headier concepts that they have now mm-hmm. with like uh people's beliefs and whatnot have mm-hmm. you but um i uh i'm looking forward to infinity war yeah hopefully it stacks up against everything else that has come out like the big tentpole ones like mm-hmm. avengers and avengers 2 civil war and all that kind of stuff but yeah. uh avengers the first one a minus i dug it a lot I want to touch on when you said that this seems a lot more light and poppy than what we have nowadays. Uh, in that uh, episode of uh, the canon, where they were talking with like the like those actual like movie critics and stuff, they brought up that line between uh, Captain America and Coulson, where like Captain America's like talking about, "Oh, you're gonna put me in the red, white, and blue suit again? Like, yeah. isn't that a little old fashioned?" And then Coulson says. In times like this, sometimes you need a little old-fashioned. And this Mm -hmm. is, like, coming off the heels of, like, The Dark Knight, where comic book movies are, like, becoming way dark and a lot Uh more, like, dour. Uh So, like, they thought, like, that was, like, an actual, like, kind of a cool line where it's, like, kind of, like... Oh, yeah. It's, like, the basis of, like, the whole film where it's, like, we're going to take superhero movies back to being fun and action-packed. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. I would never extrapolated that from <laughs> any of that, <laughs> but that makes total sense. Yeah. Good job, Canon. Good job, Canon. I try to get into it, can't. But I like different it. strokes. Different Check it out strokes. sometime. Uh, so there you have it, the Avengers. There you go. A minus from both of us. Yeah. Um. Infinity War. It's coming. That's coming up. It's coming next week. It's coming. I got two days off because of an inventory at work. Yeah. And I want to sneak off to try to see it, but I don't know how I'm going to do it. <laughs> I have to watch a baby. Hmm. How pissed do you think people would be if I brought 
a one-year-old into Infinity War. Hmm. What's the runtime on Infinity War? It's over two and a half hours. Huh. <laughs> Probably too loud for her to nap. Hmm. I have to play it by ear, I guess. <laughs> I really want to see it. I want to see it before the weekend, because I don't want shit to be spoiled for I know. Me. I kind of want to, too, but I can't find any time, because uh, Molly works on Friday, and then I have a show on Saturday. The only time I'd probably be able to go see it is Sunday, but I feel like... If I wait that long, I'm gonna. There's gonna be. There's gonna be something. Yeah. Fucking like, Good Morning America or some shit will be like. Yeah. Can't oh. you believe who died? Isn't that nuts? <laughs> Everybody in the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, I, I I need to get to it before then because I, uh, Twitter's hard to stay off of and. Infinity Wars ramp. I should just b- mute the word for the weekend. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Uh, but, but anyway, besides the, the Avengers, did you uh, watch anything else this uh, last week, JT? Me and uh, Molly went and saw Isle of Dogs. Yeah. At uh, at the theater. And um, I think I'm coming to the realization that I'm not a big Wes Anderson fan. I'm not either. And I keep going into him being like, you know what? I might like this one. Mm-hmm. And it never really... Hits me. I like Wes Anderson movies for like 20 minutes. And then yeah. I'm like, I'm sick of this fucking like low-key type yeah, shit. Yeah, I think Wes Anderson would make some really good short films. Yeah. But you try to absorb it for like an hour and a half, you're just like, ugh. But I feel like if you tell anybody that, they're like always up your ass about it. Like, oh, yeah. you don't like Wes? I'm like, no! Like, but the thing is, like, sometimes I feel like that, too, where, like, people shit on him, like, no, dude, give him a chance. But then I go and watch him, like, ah, oh, fuck, yeah, that's right. That's, <laughs> that's actually a good point. He's really not that good. Yeah. And, and it's not like that he's not that good. It's just, like, I just can't. It's so, they place it so low-key sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, I just can't. Yeah, like, you get to a I point where, like, it. the way people talk to each other, you're just like, I, I miss emotion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to do something to make Molly yell at me right now so I remember what it's like to know what human interaction's like. Yeah. But well, beyond that, like, I would still suggest Rent It because it, it is a pretty good-looking film. Yeah. Like, it's all stop-motion animation, right. and it's really fun to watch in that sense. Yeah. And, like, the voice acting's pretty good because Brian Cranston is a big part of it. Yeah. Like, he plays, like, the main dog, that chief in mm-hmm. it. Like, it's it's a really good-looking film, and there's some really cool stuff in there. It's just, uh, it it drags so much <laughs> by the end where you're just like, ah, I was kind of just waiting for it to get over. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't, I, I don't think I would have ever seen this in the theater. Just yeah. mostly because it's a Wes Anderson movie. Like, I would have seen it if it was, like, I don't I don't even know. Like if John Favreau directed this movie and it was still like the same same style, stop motion everything, I would be more yeah. apt to see it than a Wes Anderson yeah. movie. Like it's a cool premise. Like yeah. I like the idea of the movie in general. It's just that Wes Anderson is just so dry. Yeah. Where you're just like I I just want to bore like a hole in my head. <laughs> Cuz I can't stand these people just like talking to each other. Yeah. So blankly. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm with you, man. I'm glad somebody's got me on this Wes man. Anderson train. I know, because I keep thinking back. Where like I, I look back on Wes Anderson films way more fondly than what I should. Mm. Where I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I kind of like that. And then I go back and watch and I'm like, oh, no, I didn't like that yeah. as much as I thought I did. Uh, like uh, another Duke Sodium reference in this show, but like he <laughs> likes uh, Life Aquatic. Yeah. And I've seen it maybe twice, but like each time, like I start and I'm like, okay, this is fine. But by the time like it gets to the end, like my hand is on my like fist, and I'm just like, oh, is it done yet? Like, yeah. Especially when it's like Bill Murray, who when he comes off as like doing like dry, it's just like you can fucking put me to sleep, dude. Me and Molly tried to watch the Royal Tenenbaums when it was on HBO. For a while, uh-huh. like we tried to watch it one day, and we were just like, "Oh my god, <laughs> <sighs> what the fuck?" We, like, yeah, Royal Tenenbaums actually kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, I have uh, no inkling to see it though because I get it. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I've never seen it, but I yeah. just don't ever want to watch it. It's just not good. Like, I just fuck. Like, and it's and then like presents itself as like I should like this. Uh huh. But I just, I don't fucking care. Nah. And even um, Grand Budapest Hotel that came out. I like Grand Budapest Hotel, actually. Yeah, and I, I started watching it, and I did like it. But, like, at the same time, it, it, it is, it's the same tone as, like, Wes yeah. Anderson movies. It put me right to sleep. <laughs> like, it would be, like, one that I have to watch in installments. Because, yeah. like, I'll never get to seeing the whole thing all the way yeah. through. I think Grand Budapest. Budapest Hotel is maybe, like, the only thing I like of Wes Anderson. Yeah. <sighs> it's rough, man. Yeah. Anything else, though? Uh, me and Molly watched the uh, series on Netflix, Wild Wild Country, like mm-hmm. a documentary series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is super fucking fat. I don't even know that this existed. Like, uh, it's based on there is a cult in... Uh, uh, was it Montana? Because Molly's playing Far Cry and that takes place in Montana. Oregon. <laughs> okay. It, it's this cult that moves to Oregon from India and like their leader is like called the Bhagwan. Mm-hmm. And they basically set up like their own town in like this super redneck country of Oregon. Mm-hmm. And like they're all about free love and shit. Like they don't even really like believe in like actual marriage like they'll just like fuck each other and shit and mm. like uh just fuck each other and shit yeah like it's just like it's just like nuts like they uh and like they're just like kind of doing like weird things and like the townspeople are just not about it so they're trying to get rid of them and the way that they retaliate is just insane like they start <laughs> buying like high-powered automatic weapons and like try to like poison politicians to like (laughs) fucking like get things to like vote their way where you're like holy shit but they present it in a way where like you can see both sides of the argument Uh and it's it's like a six-part miniseries on uh, netflix and it's super interesting okay like like the way that they set up the community you're like that sounds like a really cool place to live and then you see what they they're willing to do to like keep it, and you're like, 
you people are fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> I keep uh, seeing this um, suggested for me and people talking about it on Twitter and stuff. But like every time I learn what it is, I forget like a day later. And yeah. then I'm just like, I don't remember what that like, is. The first episode is kind of slow going because it's a lot of setup. But once I get to that second episode where you see like the crazy shit that they're doing, like they legit build their own town. Because their whole thing is like they they attracted like a whole lot of like super rich, smart people. And their whole thing is like you have to give up all your possessions. So they give up all their possessions and they're like they have enough money to build a town. Jeez. So they build a town without really having like any kind of uh, township to it. And then when like the neighboring town tries to fight back, then they start buying up all the property in that town. And then they <laughs> claim that town. <laughs> They got to a point where, like, they were getting to the point where they almost claimed the entire county. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, like, they were, like, getting pretty fucking powerful Holy as a group. But Check it's, this out. Yeah, it's really interesting. I would highly suggest Wild Wild Country. Okay. And uh, I also saw the uh, Andre the Giant documentary oh, on yeah. HBO. I know you saw it, too. Yeah, I was going to talk about it here, too. Uh, I'll, I'll leave that for you, then. Oh, yeah, we all... Well, do you oh. have anything else after that? Uh, no, nah, I'm good. All right, we'll just talk about it right now, <laughs> right. and then we'll bleed into mine. Yeah, no, it's it's really interesting. Like I, I don't know too much about Andre the Giant, and it was really, I, I just love how HBO does their documentaries. Yeah, me too. I thought it was uh, really well done. Um, and at one point, though, like I did feel like. Maybe WWE's because it was also in production with a WWE as well. Yeah, and I thought like they're they played their hand a little bit once it got into like talking about his farts. <laughs> it was like almost jarring because it like took me out of it a little bit. I'm like they're gonna go from like talking about his life and how he's a wrestling career or whatever, and it's like oh quirk about Andre the Giant, he loved to fart, and like and then it, like I actually recorded Mean Gene. Yeah. Big man, big fart. <laughs> He's like, you want me to talk, talk about Andre taking a fart? <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to say? Big man, big fart. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then it, it kind of gets off that and it goes into the rest of his career. Oh, well, I think they were like trying to like touch Lighten more on up. like, yeah, touch like on his like sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah I, yeah. I mean, I get it, but it was like, it was like kind of odd and like, uh, immature thing that was brought up and a, a thing was mostly about like uh, well it is biographical about his life and like it gets pretty sad at the end oh yeah oh my god like i was welling up at the end like <laughs> yeah. hardcore macy's screaming in my face and i'm just like will you just let me cry for a minute <laughs> but it was it's yeah. i thought it was really good yeah you could tell andre was like a genuinely good person because anyone you talk about anyone you ask about like his death like everyone unanimously is sad oh yeah like there's every time like a wrestler dies there's at least one or two people where it's like yeah fuck him right yeah <laughs> but like yeah. with andre everyone's just like man that's that's a tough one right when they um were introduced like uh interviewing like tim white who was like his handler and he was like a ref for a while too in yeah. wwe like when they were talking to him about like when he passed away and he is like trying not to cry but he's still yeah. welling up at the same time and wished like he could have been there yeah. 
It was like, oh my god, just fucking rip my heart out. Well, shit, Vince is welling up, and he barely, and yeah, and he barely wells up when he talks about where it's like, yeah, it's just, it's just something that happens in the business, whatever. But like, they go to Andre, and he's like, yeah, that was that was a tough one. <laughs> yeah, and like Vince was sad too, because like, granted, like you never see him show that kind of emotion hardly ever. Yeah, right. And then like they asked him like, do, do you remember what the last thing you said to him was? And he's just like, no. And it, like, makes it even sadder. Yeah. It's like, because he never really had, at that point in his life, a meaningful conversation enough with him. And then yeah. he passed, and he's like, now it's too late. Yeah. And it's like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I watched it, me and Molly watched it, and she only knows Andre from The Princess Bride. Yes, Chelsea, too. We both watched it. And, uh, yeah, so, and, like, she, and, like, they even go into that whole thing where it's, like, Andre's back was so fucked up that everything had to be done on wires for him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, it's, it's really good. I suggest yeah. anybody watch it, even if you're yeah. not a wrestling fan, because yeah. he's like a huge pop, pop culture icon. Oh, yeah. Like, everyone knows who Andre the Giant is. Yeah. I was getting a big kick out of, uh, like, uh, the whole, when they were talking about WrestleMania 3. All of this shit where, like, Hogan was so paranoid that <laughs> Yo, he was. I really like that part. Because Hogan. Like you, if you know Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan is always like so hell bent on making sure that his character looked uh-huh. as as like powerful as possible. Uh-huh. So I'm, I just love the thought of like Hogan just pacing me. Like, is he gonna is he gonna let me win? I don't. Is he gonna let me win? <laughs> I, hope, I don't know if he's gonna let me win. Because like they like they like every time they interviewed Hogan, he's just like. Well, I was just kind of curious on, like, if they was going to put me over or not. And then they ask, and then they, like, interview other people, and it's like, Hogan was pissing his pants. <laughs> like, he was pacing back and forth. He kept asking Andre if he was going to win. Like, he's just fucking losing his shit. And they go back to Hogan, and like, Hogan is just like, yeah, I mean, I was, I was curious. I just wanted to know. Like, I, I just, I, showing up the day of the show, didn't know. I just want, I was just curious if I was going to go over. Yeah, like, yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You was- fucking pansy-ass bitch. You just yeah. wanted to. He wanted to make sure that he was going to put you over, you yeah. fucking dick. That whole WrestleMania 3 segment I thought was really well done because it tells, like, a really good story. Yeah. And by the end, when everybody is, like, talking about it and it gets to the end of the match, I was like, I'm... Like, I was taken for a whole ride, yeah. you know? It's yeah. really... They tell yeah. it really good. I know. And they pretty much laid out the whole... That's the whole match. If yeah. you go back and watch it, because it's, like, it's so simple because Andre was just so fucked up. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I I get it. But at that point, like, they built it to be yeah. this huge it's thing. Such, yeah, it's such an iconic match. Like, you people, like, there's, it's a reason why it sold, it almost sold out an arena that hel- held, like, 100,000 people. Uh-huh. Because it was that big of a fucking match. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah. Anybody you can watch that HBO Andre doc. Yeah, it's, it's really, really, really interesting. Good. Really good. Um, the only other thing that I watched, me and Chelsea went to go see cock blockers or blockers. Blockers. In uh at the new Phoenix theaters. Yeah, how'd you like those seats? Oh my god, immaculate. Right? Immaculate. The only downside I could see of these new theaters is that there is like seventy five percent less seating. Oh yeah. So, exactly. like, if you were to see, like, Infinity War in there, you better have your ass yeah. at that theater to yeah. have a ticket right well, right quick. Yeah, me and Molly went to go see A Quiet Place, like, the second week in, and it was sold out. Right. <laughs> it's not... Because, like, like, if I, like, these uh, theater rooms, 
um, there's like four th- smaller ones, and then there's like a bigger one. Yeah. And like, if you're in a smaller one, it might have seventy five seats. Yeah. Maybe maybe a hundred. Yeah. I'm not sure, but like, it, you had like probably two hundred fifty before that. Yeah. So yeah. if you're like. Cock blockers wasn't that packed, so we had decent Troy seating. blockers, all right? Oh, we, I'm they sorry. Got children listening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't say that for a rated R comedy. <laughs> At least I think it's rated R. It has to be rated it's, R. It's R. Great. Uh, anyway. John Cena drinks beer out of his ass. That's it's got to be R. That's very true. Um, I thought... Did you see it? No, I didn't see it. I thought it was okay. Really? Yeah. And I've heard pretty good things about it. Like, it didn't blow me away or anything. It doesn't flip the genre on its head or anything like that. But I thought it was going to be worse. Yeah. And it was it was good. And Ike Barinholtz is really good in it. Good. Um, Leslie Mann really didn't do anything, like, way different. Like, yeah. John Cena isn't really that great of an actor. Like, a lot <laughs> of the time, he's delivering his lines and it looks like he's trying not to laugh. Yeah. And, like, that's very, it was a very apparent to me <laughs> that he's, like, trying to hold back a shit-eating grin. But Ike Barinholtz is really good in this. I thought the three uh, uh, friends in it, yeah. uh, that high school friends, were really, had good chemistry together. I thought they yeah, were good. Yeah, I heard they're really good in it. Um, I thought, like, their ongoing story, especially with one of them, I thought was really well done. At the end, it feels... Like, one of their arcs is kind of rushed a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's a comedy. Yeah. It's like a raunchy comedy or whatever, so it was still it was still good. Like, it was better than I thought, but, like, so I would I would give it a rent like right if it on. comes out. Right on. Um, but that's it. That's all I've, all I've been into. Right on. Well, JT, if people want to spoil Infinity War for you, where can they do that? <laughs> don't even. Please. <laughs> don't even. Don't even try to tease that. <laughs> piece of shit Uh, if they do i'm gonna fucking retweet it to you (laughs) okay oh shit all right or print it off and then just stand in your bedroom window and be like read it fucker (laughs) and you can do that to bucky Furman on twitter or also bucky Furman on instagram and hey why not bucky Furman on snapchat troy you can find me at Troy the Max on Twitter. You can also find me hiding in the dark at my house this weekend to try to avoid Infinity <laughs> War spoilers. Uh, you can find us both at uh, Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. If you want to hit us uh, both up, all of our new episodes are posted on Facebook. We're also on Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Player FM, and Apple Podcasts. Why you're there? Why don't you give us a rate review? If you yep. like the show, it helps other people find the show as well. And we have an email if you would like to read uh, or read. Oh, I thought you had said we had an email today. Well, I could check. I didn't get any updates on it, but I could give it. I, a, I don't think. Yeah, don't. Well, you don't want, waste the time. Charlie. Well, I'm already halfway there. Switching over to the. Oh, no, we got nothing. Okay. Uh, but we also have an email if you would like to yeah. uh, email in that. That's a review review uh, pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Which, if you want to, please implement it because we are looking into May since uh, there will be both uh, Deadpool and the solo film. Uh-huh. We're looking at possible films that include classic anti heroes. Yes. 
for me. Yeah, so, so hit us up. On any all those ideas platforms. for a classic anti-hero? I do have some ideas, but we want to we want to do what you want to do. Yeah. What do you want to hear us review in terms of famous film antiheroes? Yeah, let us know or else you're going to get some shit. Yeah, we're, I'm going to pick the worst movies ever made that have antiheroes and just be like, look what you made me do. You didn't contribute, so this is what you get. Yeah. You get to catch these hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's that's pretty much all we got for the show. So we got Infinity War coming up next week, and then we got uh, May. After that, we're doing famous anti-heroes. Famous anti-heroes, along with Deadpool and the solo a Star Wars story. Yes. Uh, don't forget to vote for the Tournament of Random Movies, Volume Wait. 2. King Ralph versus Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. You can do that on any of those social media outlets. Uh, we'll take tally of those, even though it's not on Twitter. We'll just remember them. <laughs> yes. So, there you have it. Uh, that's the show this week, JT. Yes. How long we go on this one? It felt like we went... Uh... Uh, two hours and 36 so far. It's a long one. It's a long one. But I felt like it was a good discussion. It was a good discussion. It was very interesting. I would uh, like provoking. I would like to maybe hear what other people thought of the Avengers and where the whole cinematic universe is headed. Yes. Because it's very. When you brought up that point where where's it going to be in fifty years, that was very thought provoking, JT. And I'd like to uh, thank you for bringing up that point. You're welcome. I'm not going to say thank you again, but. I feel like you've gotten thanks too much on this episode. I I love getting them. (laughs) Uh, But until next week, JT, we will be talking and spoiling the S out of Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, I have been short of the Max Extreme. I am JT3Gay. And we are off.